This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Boltzmann. Matt's nipples are up. Let's get going. Say that again. Oh, wait. Yeah, I finished. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little swig of water. Um, don't say times. People are just rolling on in, some of our best guests. So he's coming in. Harriet Thorpe. Yeah. I thought you'd do another boo No, go on. No such thing as a fish. Dan Schreiber, James Harkin. Yeah. Peter Blexley. Who's that? The copper. Copper, right. Your knit. And Donny Tourette. Yeah. And these are what you've decided were our best Stop guests it. this year, is it? Stop I think it. we've got very different ideas about what the best guests were. <laughs> I mean, um, you've got what, sorry? Just a little wedgie, sorry. <laughs> Are you pissed now? No, I've not had a drink. I've just had one. Unless Will's put you some booze in my tea. Already. I'm giddy. Oh, Will, we've got to do Will's Yeah, thing. we'll get Will in a sec. We've got so to we're meant to do that yeah, last, yeah, yeah. last week, weren't we? Yeah. I've nothing against these guests, by the way. The no, ones that you've booked. I'm just saying that they're not the best guests of the year. Um, Dan oh, and James, maybe. God Dan and James. Say. Dan and James, Donnie. maybe. You and really Donnie. liked I was about, Donnie. If you let me finish. Yeah. And Donnie as well, probably. I really enjoyed speaking to Donnie. And you really like Peter. And you really I like Harriet was on the show for what fifteen weeks? Yeah, exactly. You do a podcast with her soon? No, I think that's enough. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think I'm close for Biggins. Oh, lovely! That's to good. Get Biggins for to do a new podcast. That's in, good. In that's a new nice. Year. Yeah, he's very interested. Is what he said. Yeah, right. But he's got to do his panto first. Of course. Yeah. Basically, we're saying it's going to be shit. No, we're so, not saying that. But consider it like end of school. Ian Bizarrely, seeing that book... Hello, everybody. Bizarrely, seeing that book makes me want to do a poo. I've got oh, that book in my toilet, so when I see that now, I'm like, oh... Could be touching cloth there, me. Oh, oh God, okay. Do you know what I mean? Do I don't know whether or not maybe to take this copy as well and give it as a present to someone. It's, that'll be a nice present. Get them to sign it again. Lovely. Oh, didn't sign the last one. Oh, okay. We'll get them to sign it. And then you keep the sign one and you and give I'll the give other one. I'll give my one as well as a present. Yeah. Good call. Remind me. Okay. Uh, welcome to the show. So, where's this? It's gone. This is thing. The oh, I've got a copy here. Can I have uh, it? Yeah, but I want, I want one too. Can I have one as well, please, well, the Toby? Been, clearly where's been the other one gone? Away. Where have the other one gone, Will and Toby? There I don't was know why the other one's been cleared away. William, can you come through, please? Is it William? It, yes, it Presume will be. William. Well, not, it could be Willem. I'll ask him, actually. William? No, let's chat. Come on. As I am led to, but I don't understand really what's happened here. But this is actually my one because you've took. Remember? No, my one had that too, but I don't okay. like staples either. So right. that's okay. Mm-hmm. As I am led to believe, you work at Fubar Radio in a voluntary capacity. Yeah. Is that work experience thing? It's an internship. Yeah. Internship. I do apologise. And as part and parcel of uh, said internship, uh, you have to report back to who. Uh, well, this isn't part of the internship, but for my one of my modules at uni this year, I have yeah. to do a certain amount of hours work experience, and I right. decided to do what I'm doing here as Food Bar as part of that. I see, and have to write a 2,000 word report on 
what I do. I see. So yeah. you do have to hit a word count on this. 2,500 words. Okay, yeah. well, that does explain some mm. of the grammatical decisions you've made yes. within it. That was my first, when I was reading it in the office, I, I did say to you, didn't I, are you, are you doing a word count? Are you counting? And you were like, yeah, that's it. it does show a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, mm. I, I, I've got this document in front of me at the moment, which is your report back, and I thought we could go through it, give you a bit of feedback from this side. Yeah, I've got my, got my pen got your and paper notes. ready yet. Good, okay. So, uh, work analysis. This is how it starts. Cold opening. I am usually in the food bar offices on Wednesdays and um, Mondays and Wednesdays. Yep. That's just one statement, one sentence. Yep. Usually, that sounds quite vague. Mm. Yep. When are you not? So when I'm asked to do more or, you when know, when we... bank holiday, you know. Oh, I oh, see. I so see. you. Oh, okay. I see. So, I see what, what, what you're giving off with that first sentence, you're giving off that you do less. Yeah. Ah, okay. When it's you say, I'm usually more. in the food bar offices on Mondays and Wednesdays, sounds yeah. like... If, if I do my full quota. But it sounds mm -hmm. like sometimes I don't come in for one of those days. It's the word usually. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, first note, don't use usually. I would say I am regularly in the food bar, not regularly, I am in the food bar offices on Mondays and Wednesdays, sometimes more. Sometimes more. Something okay, along yeah. those lines. Keep the word count up there. Okay, yeah. You could write that better, but that's, the, that's what you want to give off. Some, yeah. Sometimes more. Okay, yeah. Dependent on further commitments, you know, but, you know, sometimes more. Um, on a typical Monday, I am working from 12 till 8. Yep. yep. My first task when I arrive is to make cups of tea or coffee for the staff. <clears throat> what I'd say about this is how I read it cold, okay? Mm. I would say that you immediately undermine your position. Well, it's, it's part of what, what I do. It's, it's no, I understand it's, that. You know. I understand that. But I, I think that's a, quite a derogatory task that you have to do. It's not one of Yeah, well, it, it's what's needed of me. So, well, yeah, you yes, know. but what I would do is I would I would jump to the more impressive stuff, like, you know, oh, okay, yeah. helping on the show and all that sort of thing. Um, and then maybe later on you can say, additionally, okay, yeah. I, I do, you know, general dog's mm -hmm, body yeah. work. I know you'll lose words, but I also, I, I don't know if that actually needs to be in there. But okay, yeah. Coffee. Well, but you, again, you, you are, will you lose are losing words. words. You're going to lose a lot of words. I mean, I'm surprised that you've not said... I arrive to make cups of tea or coffee or a cold drink or, or cappuccino. Oh, you could say coffee, yeah, yeah. e.g. cappuccino, espresso, americano. Yeah. You could specify different coffees. Yeah. Herbal teas, <laughs> Earl Grey, English breakfast. Because you've already said tea yeah. or coffee. You know, you, yeah. you've, not, you've not said beverages, you said tea I or coffee. I once went to the pub, didn't I, to get a drink for something? Yes, yeah, so there we go. Well, 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 there you go. So what you can yeah. put is, my first task when I arrive is to make cups of tea or coffee for the staff, brackets, I once went to the pub to get somebody <laughs> a drink. Yeah. yeah you know, as as we're putting everything in. Yeah. I then open up my laptop. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, this yeah. Is, I only got to that point and I was like, well, you're definitely going for extra words. I, again, yeah. again, you can say, sometimes I will visit the bathroom. But then I open up my laptop, um, get myself relaxed in my chair. You can say yeah. all these things. But yeah. what you've said is, I then open up my laptop and log on to the intern email account to see if the producers have sent me any tasks to be completed. Okay. And is that what you do? Do you, in, in his absence, send tasks? Yeah, there, there are tasks. tasks involved there are some in this. tasks, yeah. <laughs> As I show I work on on a Monday, that's terrible. Oh dear, dear, that, what does dear, that mean? Dear. As I show I work the, on, on a Monday. That should have been as the? a show or the show. Yeah, that, that's, that's so great. Hold on. As a show. Continue the sentence. Well, he said, again, if I'm reading exactly what he's written, as I show I work on on a Monday. That's a grammatical area. That's oh, it's, one so I it's, not, it's not just one. Yeah, yeah. I... Um, the show I work on Mondays or on Monday I work on yeah. Ian Bowlesworth's show. Which goes like formally known as you see, you could add some formally known as the comedian yeah, you Ray could, Brave you could Peacock. Do that, yeah. You could yeah, add yeah. some more words straight. You're trying in to there. beef it out, yeah. Yeah. And um, goes live or two hours from two p.m. Oh dear. Or two hours. Two hours. Four two hours, I think. Goes live four, four two, two hours, hours yeah. from, from two p.m. Yeah. But before in we, January. Before we continue this, are you um, dyslexic? 
don't know. You don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been diagnosed. Okay. But, you know. I don't want to make fun of you if you are actually. Dyslexic. But you could actually yeah. add some more words on that again from two p.m. But from January, it's moving from four till six p.m. Yeah, more yeah. words, more yeah, words yeah, in yeah. there. Beefing yeah. this up for you. Um, because remember Adam, who used to work here, was dyslexic, yeah, yeah. wasn't he? We used yeah, to call him was. out in his spelling until we found out he was we, dyslexic. Then we realised oh, yeah. he was dyslexic. Yeah. Seemed inappropriate. He mm. was a sexy. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> the, the, the first two hours of the shift are spent researching the day's guests and providing producer Nat and Toby, so that's producers, uh, the assistant, oh, and Toby the assistant producer, Toby I see, yeah. a list of key facts on each person. Now, did, did, uh, is this a thing? Is that real? Sometimes I've done that, yeah. yeah. You, put it, you put it as every time. I didn't, I didn't really have any facts today. Do you or... do that? Is that no, I, I wouldn't you say you take do? two hours doing that per day. No, no, no. The first two hours of the mm. shift are spent researching that day's but guests. hold on, wouldn't you have got into the first two hours to do the task that you've been open when you opened up your email and logged in? Wouldn't that be mm. the first part? You yeah, said you've gone, so, gone yeah. off piece to, haven't you? There's a lot of inconsistencies in this. Yeah. I mean, I could give it to Peter Blexley and he could probably oh, rip, rip this to shreds. nicked. Yeah. You would be nicked, you'd go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Usually the guest's PR will send Natalie or the AP, so you've, so, you've, you've dropped Toby now, and he's yeah, now the AP. But also you've gone no from... To name uh, it, Nat and Natalie seems like two different people. It's either oh, Nat yeah, or yeah. Natalie, true, I would say, right? True. A press release for what they are promoting. This will then be sent to me for me to print off and attach to the show's running order. Five minutes before two o'clock, I have to take the studio live. Make... Which is done by pushing a fader in the office. I mean, that you're making it sound <laughs> yeah. really lot complicated. That's literally a half a second yeah. thing yeah. to do, isn't it? Brackets, which is the button next to it's, <laughs> but, it's it, but it sounds impressive. You, you know, don't have it. to even specify. You could say, five, yeah. five, like five, two, I put the studio live. You don't have to specify. I think it just makes it sound okay, like... Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. By doing this, everything that is done in the studio will be broadcast on the station. Oh, nice. During the two hours that Ian's show is live, my task is to sit in the gallery on the vision mixing desk and control the studio's cameras. Vision mixing desk is very, very... Mm. It's the correct term, you know? Is it really vision mixing, though? He, do, he does do between three cameras, two oh, three okay. cameras, yeah. so he does cut, yeah. Uh, the footage from this is not streamed live. Instead, it is recording to a website... Recorded, yeah. should be, yeah. ...called Snappy TV, <laughs> which will be clipped up later on for use on the social media accounts. I normally have a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> now again, you say normally. Yeah. What happens and what happens if you forget your pen and your piece of paper? What do you do then? Just log it all up here, mate. All up here. Well, I know. Then I, if during a break during like a song, I'd go and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'd, right, I'd right. make. I'd make sure I have a pen and paper with yeah. me. I think it's tacit that yeah. I mean, you can just say I. I make notes. Yeah. 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 You don't have to. Say your pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pen and paper, yeah. and I also have some other spare pens in a little pencil case. <laughs> um, following the end of the show, again, that's grammatically wrong. That, but okay. I walk into the studio and clear up any mess, such as coffee cups and loose pieces of paper. Now, what you've done today, you have yep. cleared up loose pieces of paper, but they were pieces of paper that were needed for the show. Yeah, so yeah. you moved them. So I put in there, sometimes I am told off yes. for moving things I wasn't meant to move. And coffee cups. I walk into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a workout, all right, guys. I need to get I it up. I walk into the studio <gasps> using my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I then proceed back to the production office where I use the notes I have just written to clip up footage from the show that's just finished and upload them to the shared video workspace. So uh, you're repeating yourself here because you've already mm, told yeah. us this. But that's what you do. Yeah, but it's sort of like the next... I've, I described what happened with the cameras, mm. and then a 
happened that happened later on so that's sort well, of that, well, then, different well, well then yeah so then you, you you've all, but you described earlier yeah. what happens later on and then when we get to later on in the chronology of your, oh, your okay. writing you say again oh uh, so what you're i then go to a file sharing website you've already told us that yeah so what you're saying is i should mention that i'm on the vision mixing desk mm-hmm. yes definitely. and then later on i say on Snappy TV. Yeah, yeah. give him a little the tease. Fo- the, a footage, little tease yeah. the footage from the camera is then... You know, like, well, when you see yeah, a, film, a film trailer and they do a teaser trailer, mm-hmm. you should do little teasers in there for what's okay, going to yeah. come later. I sometimes give my opinion on which clips I think will be best for social media and let Natalie or Toby, the assistant producer, <laughs> <laughs> know so they can review them for themselves. As Ian is only in London once every two weeks, we do one show live and then pre-record a second to go out the week after at around at around six to eight pm. It's not around; it is six, yeah, six yeah, to eight. it is six to eight. Even though the producer herself yeah, I was. didn't appear to know that today. During this time, I repeat the same job I did earlier. After Ian has left the studio, this is good. So I don't know what happens. Oh, I don't know. Mystery, this yeah. is all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After Ian has left the studio, I wash up mugs in the kitchen so they are clean for the next day. <laughs> Oh, is that? I do, I do that as oh, well. Oh, is yeah. that why you're washing them? <laughs> so they're clean for the next day. <laughs> and send an email with my notes from the show so someone can clip them up. That's true. Someone? An- another intern. Okay. Or okay. anyone else that's around. Um, now, so here's more stuff that I don't know about. Wednesdays tend to be very busy at Fubar. Yep. Is this not a busy day? Wednesday's a bit more hectic. Okay. Three live shows go out back to back, and I'm heavily involved in the production of two of them. First of all, I have to complete the jobs for Joey Page's show. <laughs> it's like getting him his eyeliner and stuff. <laughs> Joey's show is an alternative music show, and he selects all the tracks himself. He emails it. You've not said what my show is. Mm. You didn't big me up. How would you describe it in show? It's sort of it's a chat show, really, when you think about it. I think it. that's what it is. Yeah. When you th- when yeah. You, when, just only when you think about it, though. <laughs> <It's not laughs> You've got to think about it, haven't you, to make sure that it is a chat show. I don't know that it's that. I don't know what it is. Mm. There is chat involved, but there's chat yeah. involved by yeah. in all radio shows, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Joey's show is an alternative music show, blah, blah, blah. He emails his tracks to Abby, the producer, his producer, who then forwards them to me to download and put them on... What's that? ML List. ML List, our music system. I also have to complete a running order for the show with plenty of details about the songs Joey is playing and that week's guests. Joey has a feature on his show called Scylla Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, he does. Silla tracks. So he just plays little clips. I mean, well, let's see what Will tells you what it is first. Let's see what it is. During this part of the show, Joey plays short clips of three songs to a guest and describes the song as if they were going on a blind date with them. The guest then picks their favourite, which Joey then plays on the show. To prepare for this selection, I have to edit a part of the song into a three-second clip to tease the guest, as well as an exaggerated description of what dating the song would be like. Do you understand the feature from Not that really. bit? Do you, are you under, I mean, you would understand that it involves Scylla Black and Blind Date. I, I get that. Bit. But I think that you should put that in there because, and it would be more words for you as well, because okay, yeah. to someone that perhaps you know, may not be English or just may not know what Scylla Track okay, yeah. Blind Date means. Once I complete to... this, I move on to work on the M&M show with Michael, Michael, what Michael, Michael, Michael Payne. Payne and Marcel Somerville. As with Joey's show, I have to complete a running order, th- although the structure is slightly different. As well as researching the day's guests and what they're promoting, I also have to look at both Michael and Marcel's social media pages to see what they have been up to and if there is anything worth worth talking about on wow. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I struggle finding something that's worth talking about. Not normally, no. So they're, do they they're not they're do they're any prep for their own show? Do they just come in like puppets and just you just tell them what they've got to say? Is um, that essentially what it is? No, I wouldn't say they were puppets, but um, I wouldn't say that they do 
basically sometimes well no Marcel I text him who the guests are basically, I, I think on their part that's quite a staggering shirking of responsibility <laughs> if he has to tell them what they've been doing that well, week we have to, I have to I, sometimes we do I do have to remind them and go like you, you know you remember you went to that premiere or this or you went to this yeah this show also has a feature where Marcel, a.k.a. Dr. Love, gives the listeners some dating advice. A video of Marcel, which is recorded the Wednesday before, is uploaded to both Food Bar and Marcel's personal Instagram pages in which he gives the listener a question about love. I send Siv through the comments. I send huh? Siv through the comments. It should be I then Siv through. through the comments. Also, have you used yeah. some sort of... Sorry, now. Have you used some sort of dictator... Um, not dictator. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, dictation software yeah. for this. What's that? So it's when you, you just talk, talk and, it, and it, it writes yeah. what you oh, say. Oh, no, 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 I haven't. Okay. Because my thinking was about Dr. Love is that you have you just put that randomly, he's known as Dr. Love. Well, he's known as Dr. Love because he, he's from Blazing Squad and then yeah, Love yeah. Island. Oh, hence is. why. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known that, would you, if reading it? No. I look at news websites for any weird news as well as remembering things I saw on social media. How long does that <laughs> It's going to be put down that you do remembering. <laughs> And add the key points of the story for the lads, the lads, lads, the this, lads, the lads oh, to discuss on air. La- I don't know if you want to put that in a. Once in this lads, has been completed, I can move Simon. into the most important aspect of the Eminem show: games. There is usually two games each episode. There are usually. Sorry, we just said the most important part of the show is games. Well, I would, di- I would strongly disagree with that. That shouldn't be in your assignment. I, should I say it's that rather a key aspect? Yeah, that'd needs, be a better. Yeah. I think better the word. whole thing needs a quite also, a stringent um, rewrite. You know, instead of putting lads, which I definitely don't do, do not put lads don't in there. Don't use lads. More okay, words yeah. if you go back to and say for Michael and Marcel, I. You've not words. submitted this, have you? No, well, no, no, it's, okay. it's due second January. You got a lot of work um, cut out for you over Christmas. Yeah. There is usually two games each episode, and where possible, are based on the studio's guests' name, songs, or background. If audio clips are required, I find them on ML list or YouTube and edit what I need in Adobe Audition. I write down the answers to the games on a Word document with a brief description of the game and how it relates to the guest for Natalie to read out on air. Before the start of the M&M show, I make sure there are pens and paper on standby. You're obsessed with stationery. Yeah. On standby, so Michael, Marcel and the guest can write down their answers. Brackets if Marcel doesn't cheat. Again, that's... Like, that doesn't need to be in there. Okay. Yeah. And also, in that doesn't... Yeah, that's too informal. But also, what yeah. I think you could do is you could add some examples of the games that okay, before... Yeah. And, and list us to what that means. Once everyone's drinks have been made, my job is much the same as it is during Ian's show. Control the cameras and take notes. Full stop. That's the end. Um, I think you mm-hmm. have... This is my personal feedback. You can take it or leave it. I think you have um, given too much credibility to insignificant tasks. Okay, yeah. So I think you have said more in that about making cups of coffee than you have about using certain softwares and things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And they're the things that and I think creative you should be stuff like coming like up with games. A, a, yeah, an Adobe Audition and that. So if you if you are fluent in Adobe Audition, that's a big selling point. Mm. That's a okay, big thing. Yeah. You've mentioned using Adobe Audition once, which is industry standard software for editing, mm-hmm. right? So you use the BBC and all that sort of stuff. So you've mentioned it in passing that you use Adobe, but you've said three times that you make cups of coffee. And I think that the that you know, yeah. if you're bigging yourself about add concentrate mm. on the software. Okay, right. yeah. I suppose the way I'm structuring it is a bit more what my about r- what coffees you've made. No, it's about more of like what my routine is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, but wouldn't you yeah. want to make yourself look good by saying that some of the ideas that I've come up with for a show have been implemented on air? Yeah. Wouldn't wanna, that be better? Well, I'm only that? halfway through that chapter of the report. Chapter. <laughs> on that, that is how he's worded. That's not chapter one. That's, that's though, how my it? lecturer has worded it. No. How many words is this at the moment? Uh, well, I'm, I've done fourteen hundred words at the moment. Yeah, okay. We've yeah. killed off about five hundred there. Easy. Yeah, yeah. you've got a thousand words done, I reckon. But I, but I, that, that, I would have a rewrite. That's that, chapter two. To be fair, there is. Oh. where's chapter one? Uh, chapter we, one? We, we didn't need it printing off. Oh, okay. Said, yeah. What sort of thing you've been saying in chapter one? That's just basically a description of what Fubar is. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm listening. 
Uh, Fubar Radio is um, an internet radio station. Wouldn't say that. Would, would you not? I'd say unreg- on, just unregulated. Unregulated. unregulated talk radio. It's not just talk, though, is it? Because there's, there's plenty of shows on here that are, that are hung around music. Mm-hmm. Right, but they are 75% speech-based, as are all the shows. Okay, so we can that's, say that's speech you totally put that speech in there, yeah, speech-based, yeah. Based, yeah. yeah. What other things did you say? <laughs> Uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a list of what I was meant to say on here on my notes. Okay. okay. Uh, for uh, the first chapter is about context, yeah. which basically all that is. I have to do an introduction to the company. Yeah. What is the business? Who are the clients? Where are they based? How many people work for them? Where are they positioned in the marketplace? And Fubar Radio's values. Okay. Um, there's not much about me on here. In fact, there's, not, there's <laughs> nothing about me on yeah. here at all. You just n- you've named people like Duncan and Nat and Julia and all that. But you, well, no they they want to know how many people work for Fubar. Well, I well, do. Ian does. You're mentioned as a presenter. If you were going to include a paragraph about me, what would you say? What sort of I'm going to say in? one of Fubar Radio's l- leading shows. Right. Is hosted by Ian Bolsworth. Yeah. A comedian formerly known as Ray Peacock. Right. I gave you that earlier. So that's yeah. true. Even... And I'm also not a comedian now, yeah, true speaking. For, I said former, former comedian. comedian. Yeah. Okay. But I'm still funny though, so why are you saying former? Oh. <laughs> former stand up comedian. Anything else relevant? Yeah. Anything else that you could think of to say about me? Um, who presents a show? What's my history with football radio? Uh, you you were there you weren't there from the beginning but you were quite early on, weren't you? I was there from the beginning. You did a show with uh, Ed Gamble. Yeah. And from, then, from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. yeah. And then uh, it was just you, and it's been mm, like that. It was that Angela. For a while. He, did, he did another show. Oh, Angela, Angela oh yeah, the sex one. Yeah, yeah. Of course. the sex one. Yeah. That's, the sex that's one. what it was called, sex actually. One, yeah, the sex yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, that was at the same time as me and Ed's show as well. Oh, but yeah. that, but um, Ed's show was started just before Angela came a little bit later on, didn't it? Didn't start at the very beginning. It was an Angela show. No, no. Yeah. But yeah. I've been there from day one, yeah. and then mm-hmm. there've been little sort of sparkles and stuff. But I think I'm the only. Well, Joey would Joey. be as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, me and Joey would be the only two. What was that? Just scratched my head. And it was. It felt like a code. Yeah, it did. Like, what's about to happen? <laughs> that felt. He just scratched his head yeah. weirdly, and it felt like he was saying, "Kill her now." <laughs> Take the headshot now. Take the headshot now. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I mean, I think you've got the bare bones of it there, but mm-hmm. I, I just think that that it feels rushed to me. How long did it take? No, you to no, write we, that? we don't. We don't. That, shrug, that, we don't that one. Off. Oh, I've sort of been doing it whenever I've also, had... Also, can I just say, well, um, yeah. I don't know if you know that uh, radio is an audio, so, so you shrugging yeah. doesn't really yeah, work that well. That. But sorry, I how long did that. it take you to write that? Uh, Make sure you mention that you're not, you're not capable on air. Okay, I've been, I've been working on this for about a week now. Right. Yeah, I just I could try to be doing it whenever I have time because I've got work and other, yeah. other stuff to fit in. Okay. Yeah. So... Go on, so carry on. Carry <laughs> on, tell me. So, yeah, I've, I've just been doing it when... I've been, mean, like... Just doing whenever I get, get so, a chance, So I feel really. like what you're yeah. saying is you fit in your assignment when you can rather than that's not, perhaps not the right way around, does it, Will? Because be, this is important in your degree, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. But then, it, but then again, because of all the other essays I've got to do, true, it, yeah. it just feels like... <laughs> what, what does it feel like? <laughs> it just feels like um, if I do too much at once, yeah. It, yeah. it gets very... So you struggle Daunting when, when, on me, yeah. So you struggle with too many things happening at once. That's quite... You find that a struggle. Do you find it difficult to concentrate in that situation? Not good at multitasking different yeah. things. Because these are... Do you not think these are the things that when you work yeah. in radio, things can just go off, so you've, yeah. got, you've got to be juggling lots of different yeah. things at the same time. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Guess cancelled re- re- last minute. You know that. I had this things happen. Yeah. Keep it now. Come on. Keep it going. Yeah. I, I really like... 
I, I can multitask if right. I if I want to. If I'm doing something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, that's that's funny. Funny. That's funny. Completely gone to pieces. <laughs> we spat then a little bit. Oh, if I'm doing things that I find enjoyable, why I find shout? multitasking. Don't shout. You don't shout. Yeah, why are you getting angry about this? Though? Go on. Go on. If I'm doing things that I find enjoyable, yeah. I, f I find multitasking quite easy. But something like essays are quite annoying, really. Yeah. You know. It's been um, lovely having you join us today for our special short Christmas no, show not, that we're doing. <laughs> um, appreciate all your support over the year and yeah. uh, very much appreciate that you've joined us and uh, spent some time with us. And that's it for today. Thanks ever so much to our guests, Will, yeah. and his essay, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. That will, that's fine. That'll do as a show. We've got the Christmas essence out Because really, there's we? nothing to speak to these guests about. I've interviewed all these guests now already, so They're there's nothing to talk to them Yeah, but for, what do you mean for Christmas? A little catch-up. I like the idea of putting a couple of them in together, I'm, seeing what they I'm, chat about. I have nothing to talk to these people oh, about. You have stuff to talk to every single what? guest I love about. I'll have Harriet Thorpe all over me, as usual. Lovely. Being full You've only up, met her full once. On. You've only actually met her yeah, once. I've been abused so plenty of times down the phone by her, though. Right. No such thing as a face. We did, we did a great interview with them. Yeah, but they were excited to come back in and say but hi. That's again. how this works. You just you should keep it as lightning in a bottle. You don't <laughs> just try and do it, try and recreate it again. The magic. Peter Blexley, I can't even remember him. You do remember him because he was the the, the copper, as you kept saying. From and Donny Tourette was again lovely, but I don't I don't want Donny to come in here now a more broken man. No, I think it'll be fine because I quite like to see Harriet and Donny together and see what, her. doing what. Just having a little flirt, maybe. Try and get them together. Yeah, match I think, make, yeah. Do we, I wish we had some Harriet's married, though, and she didn't she say she was married. I don't know if she said she was or not. I think she said she was. I don't know if Donnie's married or in a relationship not or sure. what. We'll find know. out. What am I doing now? What's the... Well, we're <laughs> waiting for someone to arrive. I think Peter Blexley's next door. Harriet's right. running late, a little bit late, I believe. That's rude. And then bump her. No, we're not bumping her. Yeah, that's what we do. We bump them. We don't bump people. People are late all the time for this, sh for every show, actually, always. Well, why don't we go to another song and we'll get the copper in? Go to another song? I've literally just finished a song. I know, but I can't just get the copper in, though. What are you doing for your Christmas now? Have I'm you got any decorations up? No. Do you not do it? No. I put mine up in November. Oh, yeah, you said I've done them quite classy. Center. What have you done? I just, I think I have. I've, I've got, like, a really nice sort of, um, what's the word? Uh, re, re... <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It's a really obvious word. Re... It's kind of subtle. Reimagining. No, no, that's completely wrong. Re... Reanimating. I, was, I keep want to say resigned, but it's not resigned. Res Resolution. Re... Re... <laughs> Reinterpretation. Forget it. Um, what colour scheme have you gone for? Just uh, deep reds and greens. Nice. Very nice. Everywhere, so there's lots of stuff in trays and things, like oh. plants and that. Not much tinsel knocking about. Tree? Tree in the corner, yeah. Real tree? Real tree, yeah. Oh. Won't live till Christmas. Baubles on it? Um, only a couple, not many. Oh, okay. And it's got one thing of tinsel around it and, and some lights, some white lights. You've gone to a big effort, really, haven't you? Yeah, I like it. I like putting Christmas decorations up. But the problem I have in my house is that I already have things about the place, like the Muppets and things like that. I mean, it's not as it used to be in my house, where it was, as in houses I've had in the past, where it's just crammed in there like a teenager's bedroom. Yeah. It's all quite subtly placed out now. Okay. Like the stormtrooper in the corner and that sort of thing. It's all very, it's kind of, it's bizarrely subtle. 
Okay, but do you decorate the Stormtrooper with something? The Stormtrooper has a Santa hat on at the moment. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. a nice touch. Which I'm not sure that I like. I'll take it off then. Might do. So, don't I was going to find... put on my Frank Sidebottom head. You know, I've got a replica oh, yeah, yeah, Frank yeah, yeah. Sidebottom head. That's more in line to have a Christmas hat on it. Would you wear that to the show one day? The sidey head? Yeah. Uh, it's got no eye holes in it. Oh, fair enough. That would be a bit tricky, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. There, there was the capability of cutting eye holes in it, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to wear it. Okay. I've put it on once in my life. Yeah. Put it on my head. It does fit on my head, but it's tight fit. Oh. And Phil Fletcher, the hack of the dog, yeah. whenever he comes to my house, he puts it on and dances around for a bit. He thoroughly enjoys it. Because um, he does a very good Frank Sidebottom yeah, film, you know, yeah. he does all the all the movements and his body shapes and all that. Um, but I got in a panic when I put the Frank Sidebottom head on. I've, I'm sure I told you this. I got in a panic because I thought I might not be able to get this off, and mm. I and I took it off quite You'd have to break quite it, fast. Yeah. And and turn, and the Stormtrooper helmet, when you take it off, you turn it to the side, a Stormtrooper helmet, oh, and take it off. Okay. That's that's how it gets off properly. So I did the same with the sidey head. And it just cut, sliced my forehead. Oh, God. The neck of it just sliced. It was just very sharp fiberglass, just sliced across my forehead. I had a line across my forehead for a couple of weeks. So I definitely had it when I was in here. Okay. Um, Maybe my hat do was you over it. find the decorations, though, are lovely for a minute and then it's really sad? I mean, January is just rubbish anyway, and then you have to take them all well, you down. Take them down in January. It's just sad, though, isn't it? Just well, the, again, the nice thing about my place is that I do have things like that around all year round and right. like figures and stuff like that there's, there's stuff knocking about that keeps it feeling relatively full and yeah yeah but I, I notice it when the, when yeah, the Christmas decorations go yeah I just find it a bit down. like oh they should be able to extend it to February so it's not so rubbish it's but you don't like month. Christmas at all do you because uh, that time your dad got stuck in the chimney the, his, yeah it was tricky and then I never he, di- he died in the chimney in the dad, chimney it was really awkward yeah <laughs> like in gremlins so bring back bad memories for me yeah Never seen him since. No, never. Do you not Christmas. think that if you entered into the Christmas spirit in terms of just because it, it's not you don't have to be social or anything like that, mm. but I think if you just had some some decorations up at home and that, it Maybe. might make you feel a bit. I like a Christmas film. So you can do that. So imagine that you that. get fire on, Christmas lights up. I'd have to get. I don't have tree. a fire. So what I'll do is I'll get a, that. Not radi- like any the, fire the at all. Fire. I don't have fire. My radiator. Well, there we go. YouTube film. You can do that, yeah, but, but the... you, you can't. Watch a film then, can you? No, because like, what I could do is put that on my phone. So the fire's there on the phone yeah. and then on my laptop or whatever. Are we watching? Just have the noise of a crackling fire. That's nice, actually. That'd yeah, be nice. nice. Whack yeah. film, what would be yeah. your Christmas film of choice? I like The Family Stone. It's a nice Christmas film. I, think I know that one. Sarah Jessica Parker and Luke Wilson right. and other people. Claire Danes. Um, uh, what are the other, what other? Oh, Home Alone. Love that. Love Home Alone. Okay. So that was one. What are some other Christmas films? I forgot. Grinch. Never seen that, actually. Very good. The Jim Carrey okay. one. I've not seen All the new right. one. Um, what's the one, the famous one? Oh, I've just been told Love Actually, I'm here. Oh, Love Actually. All right, yeah, yeah. But there's, keep, a, there's a lot wrong with that. Can't keep film. his mouth shut when you want to talk about Richard Curtis films. Just oh, tips yeah. in. The Holiday, Cameron is Diaz. Is Love Actually isn't it? a Christmas film? Yeah, I think it, it? it counts. Yeah, it okay. does. Um, what's the one, a Wonderful Life? It's a Wonderful oh, Life. Oh, I do like, yeah, Never I saw seen that it. once. Never seen it, mate. I think. I Die Hard is just suggested. Yeah, I suppose that counts. It's a Wonderful Life is one of those films for me. It's sacrilege, I know, like Citizen Kane, but because I, like I watched it quite after I was told it was the best film ever made ever, oh, okay. it just didn't live up to that. I've just never got around to watching it. But I, would you not say that Star Wars and Wizard of Oz and things like that would are Christmas films because they were always on at Christmas? I didn't like the Wizard of Oz. Are you mental? I oh, know. Sorry, I I'll couldn't tell get into you, it. If I was you can tired. ever see the Wizard of Oz in three D, it's mm. fantastic. Okay. 
really good 3D transfer. Have you seen, because I really couldn't get into this film, yeah. Gone with the Wind, and I tried, I've Lord, I tried, it's it. just so long. And it is long, isn't it? Probably a bit racist, I think, too, yeah. I'd say. But you normally like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. You sometimes watch like predominantly black films just so you can laugh. I mean, if it's through. a comedy, yeah, if it's yeah, Barbershop I'm, I'm or something. Not about Big Mama's House. About oh, like, no. I don't like that. I do not it's like just the attitude you have whilst you're watching it. Right, yeah, even when it's like 12 years a slave. Yeah, you love that one. Not true. Django Unchanged, true. laughed and laughed. Oh, Django, <laughs> laughed and laughed all the way favorite, through that one. Favourite comedy of the year. No, no, that's not true. Okay. Um, Colour Purple, that's your go-to feel-good movie, isn't it? There's got to have something that'll pick you up when you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're down, isn't it? Um, what, what, uh, I, I just feel, I don't know what the best thing to advise you is. I don't know whether to advise you to try and enter into the Christmas spirit or to just completely ignore Christmas. It's hard to ignore. I do like some Christmas lights and stuff. I do like lights, but I'd so have lights up all year round. I just put some up all year round, I think. Yeah, you can do that. I've got um, red lights on my windows, which started as Christmas lights and have just stayed. Red lights? Yeah, like all red fairy lights. Them. Similar in. to that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, But they've been tainted now because there was a mouse in my house that ran along the windowsill when mm. I had the red lights on, and now I assimilate those red lights with the mouse. Change the colour then? Uh, they're not. They're not. You can't. <laughs> They're red. <laughs> Get some new ones. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go near that window. Okay. I do like a pig in blanket. Okay. I'll do That's that. That's nice. We can only have that at Christmas, really, can't you? No. I mean, you could make it all year. Yeah, it's I not. Suppose, couldn't you? It's not ingredients nice. that are only available at Christmas, are they? Stuffing. That's nice. Yeah, get some stuffing. So. I think your best bet would be to get a bit of fire crackling on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, get yourself on the sofa with some Christmas lights up, and then enjoy some stuffing. Okay, and then I do like the um, uh, t- not Toblerone. I don't like that. Um, Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, I like them. Toffee Fay, they're nice. They're Christmas chocolates. I never thought this show could. <laughs> so, Can we have some guests. Yeah, let's bring someone in. This is tedious beyond belief. If Toby, if somebody is here. Hey, I tell you, he was a good okay. guest, Levi Roots. Oh yes. Why is he not coming? Levi in? Roots, Levi Roots. What? Say everything twice. <laughs> Reggae, reggae, Christmas. Oh, sure <laughs> That's Christmas's smash hit to there. Levi Roots, Reggae, Reggae, Christmas. Sma- the smash hit from being what, what now? Can you just turn down these headphones on this side a little bit? It's a bit louder for Peter. What do I do? Oh. You can oh, lean over and do it. Bottom. The black, the black knob. Turn it to the left. Yeah. That's too quiet. That's way too quiet. Just be subtle Peter's about it. Okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. Good. We're joined now by our favourite Rosa, <laughs> former Rosa. <laughs> Former Rosa, uh, yeah. Peter Blexley, how you doing, man? Very well, thank you. Um, can I ask a, a quick question about the law? Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, yeah, see yeah. that I was vaping then when that song was on. Yeah. Nat maintained in the last show that it's against the law to not vape to do inside. inside, are you? It's not. Can I just point out yes. that the bulk of my career yeah, was cool. focused on serious and organised crime? I would, well, I'll tell you what I would say, Peter, in response to that. I know what you're getting at, but the way she talked about it was like it, it was just, it's like she was talking about the Ripper or something. It was like really the similarities, serious. Similarities, I would say. In this day and age, yeah. I think our beleaguered police services yes, have are. rather more pressing priorities. Yes. Than who should and shouldn't vape and they wear a But may I may I pause you there, Peter, and ask you that what you've done there is you've employed something famous that the police do, a diversionary tactic. The question I asked you was, is it against the law to vape inside? 
I haven't got the slightest this idea. This is not what I expect from the police force. <laughs> to, not even, to not even have the most basic grasp of the law, Peter. I retired a very long time ago. <laughs> pre-vape. Before vape, right? Yeah, Pre-vaping, yeah. that's for sure. Well, have you got any contacts still in the police who you could contact and find out if it's against the law to vape? I, don't, I, I know that it's not. It's I, definitely not. I do have some contacts, although because of my work now as a writer and yeah, researching yeah. unsolved murders. Yeah, that, that was seamless. That yeah, was amazing. It was. I, Straight to his book. I tend to highlight some failings of the police mm. or okay. where perhaps they haven't performed as well as they otherwise might have done. So consequently, I'm, I've am i not got any invitations I remember, to... Yeah, I remember saying you like, to, uh, to any... You're blackballed by the police Police now. Christmas parties. Well, not entirely. Not entirely. Some, some enlightened officers, detectives... Police forces will speak to me, yeah. but uh, many won't. Do you know what you might like? Genuinely, I had, um, and I made a joke in the last show about, oh, he's my favourite, but I think he was my favourite guest this year, genuinely, Anthony Horowitz, oh, yeah. the writer. Mm-hmm. And he, he's written a book, he's written two books now. One was he was promoting on this show, which is called The Sentence is Death, and the first one was called The Word is Murder, which is the, and it's about a retired copper who still, and Anthony's a character within his own book as a writer, it's about a retired copper who still gets involved in cases. They bring him in sometimes as an outside set of eyes. Is that a real thing in the police force? Well, yeah, certainly not so many years ago, they brought a lot of retired detectives back into the force. Yeah. And, of course, just recently in the Met in London in particular, they have written to recently retired detectives because there's a chronic shortage of them. Right, OK. Asking them if they would return. Oh, really? Um, I don't know what the uptake on that has been. But there is, of course, a massive shortage of detectives, certainly in the Met and possibly elsewhere. Just, yeah, police generally, there's a massive shortage. Well, indeed, there, and yeah. uniformed officers and yeah. all of that, because, of course, their their budget their budgets have been utterly butchered yeah, in no, recent years. Yeah, not important, years. are they not, apparently? That's what I've been led to believe. Police aren't important police? anymore. No, as well, exactly. there's so many police stations shut down now. Not no, really. no direct correlation no, no. between a reduction in police numbers mm. and an, in, an increase in crime. We're yeah, all right. just scaremongering. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, turn, turning off the lights at night, as Barry said in the last show, Barry Dodds. Oh, street lights, yeah. Turn the street lights off at night, that one. No, yeah. I mean, that is not... No, 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 no Would you no, not no, go back, Peter? Because someone needs to sort out this vape problem. So, would you consider going back? Not to address matters of vape. <laughs> well, you know, again, it's going to get worse, isn't it? Again, that I think yeah. you know, what you're doing is you're turning a blind eye to something that could become an epidemic. But anyway, and in all seriousness, you know, yeah. there is a theory that says it was it was called the broken windows theory okay. that was first propagated in New York many years ago, and they said if you deal with the low level crime, yeah. the small kind of stuff, the broken windows, yeah. then that actually has such a broader impact that it allows resources to focus on the more serious stuff, well, cure the low level stuff, yeah. Focus on and, the biggest. And I, I guess, I'm hypothesising on it, but I would imagine as well that a lot of low-level crime, what you'd call low-level crime like that, um, is from kids. It's kids messing around, whatever. So I, th- I guess if you can cut that out generationally, they won't, or not as many will necessarily grow up to be proper crooks, you know. Yeah, but then, of course, that brings me on to another subject of which I could speak endlessly for hours and you won't let me. Is it vaping? But th- no, <laughs> no, but in a similar sort of vein, okay. it's the whole drugs issue. Okay. Mm. You know, if you suddenly 
the, the, the word legalise is used, but in the drug law reform movement, the, the word is regulate. If you, yeah. if you regulated the entire drugs industry, thereby wrestling it from the iron-like grip of organised crime, mm. you would deny many, many people the career opportunity to get a mobile phone, get a mounted bike, get a 9mm pistol, and then become a drug dealer. So do you think that's the way forward in, with the, the issue with drugs? Do you think yeah. it should be just a, a blanket legalisation? It's going to happen. It's oh, going to happen. Really oh, without drugs. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, whether it happens in my lifetime, I don't know. Mm. But I've got my youngest two teenagers. It will definitely happen in their lifetime because the whole drug law reform movement is gathering pace. It's getting more and more politicians on board almost on a daily basis. Mm. And it is the only evidence-based proper way of dealing with a war that has been fought since 1971 and beyond and manifestly lost. The war on drugs is unwinnable. Do you not think that the issue with that would be that if you were to legalise all drugs, and this is outside of the, the, the implications on a, on a wider social scale, but if you were to legalise all drugs, um, there would then be... Uh, Obviously, they, they would clean up what's on the street then because that would be just what's actually available, legally available to buy. And they would tax it for, for definite. That would be a yep. thing. That, you know, So, really, I, I would say that it couldn't possibly stop it completely any more than SIGs being taxed. It stops people from importing SIGs illegally and selling them on the streets. Yeah, but now look at the scale of illegal tobacco sales and illegal alcohol sales. Yeah. They are a fraction yeah. of what they used to be because... How does the establishment, the retailers, the manufacturers, how do they beat organised crime? You have to beat, beat them on three factors. Price, purity and availability. Right. And in particular, when it comes to what are currently illegal drugs, if you can beat organised crime on those three aspects, mm. then they've kind of got nowhere to go. And why on earth would a punter go to a pub car park and buy something off a bloke who might have a knife or a nine mil down the back of his trousers that is more expensive, not as good a quality, and can only be bought when the drug dealer's around. But they banned king-size Mars bars because of the health implications of that. You know, of a chocolate bar being that large. They had to split it up and call it a Mars duo, is it called, yeah, whatever it's called now. Yeah. So how would that correlate with um, a bag of heroin? Because when you go to the regulated legal outlet okay you've got to remember that it will require intergovernmental agreements so what will have happened is that the british government will have had a an arrangement with the afghan government for example okay. so they buy the opium poppies out there at a mere fraction of the cost of what it's, it would otherwise very, cost. He's clued up on gear, yeah, isn't he? he knows a lot about drugs. Is he you, like a proper smackhead? Is he like a, no, I don't think you're a smackhead. <laughs> Not anymore, <laughs> right? You would then... Because <laughs> you can't get it free anymore. You would then ship it to the UK yeah. for manufacture. So basically, the poppy bulbs themselves would be almost worthless during transportation so that you would take piracy on the high seas out of it because it just wouldn't mm. be worth it to the pirates. Okay. You then transport it to a legalised, regulated manufacturing plant in the UK where it is then processed into the heroin that people want to buy, that currently buy it on the streets. Yeah. And then because and that, it's... That does that. And because none of the costs that criminals have to apply to the process uh, 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 come into play, it is therefore dramatically cheaper 
drastically cheaper than what organised crime mm. can sell it for. It's a purer product. You know exactly what you're getting, what the purity is. There's no illegal cutting agents, dangerous cutting agents, and all that kind of stuff in it. Okay. And rather imaginatively, I'm going to call it the drugstore, but the drugstore that's on the high street is open 24-7. So you have beaten organised crime on price, purity and availability. The crooks have nowhere to go to sell their illegal wares. So what would they do? Well, like they're already doing, they're morphing into other types of crime. Okay. Cybercrime, cybercrime, people smuggling, human trafficking, you know all that kind of stuff, because the criminal landscapes will shift quite dramatically. Now, I'm not saying we're suddenly going to live in a crime-free nirvana. Mm. We're not. But we will wrestle this industry from the iron-like grip of organised crime. We will treat it as a health issue for problematic drug uh, drug users. They'll be looked at as a as an issue for the health service rather than law enforcement we'll reduce our prison population dramatically we'll take away the option for 14 year olds to follow a career path into becoming a drug dealer we will basically clean up both literally and metaphorically in terms of finance because the revenue that is raised will will will, will raise billions and then we can have proper punishment with rehabilitation because there'll be money to educate people, to give them vocational training in prisons, to make sure that they come out of prison literate and qualified. Yeah. We will be able to provide proper um, drug consumption rooms mm. for people that do want to take the problematic drugs, intravenous takers and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just see the positives massively outweighing any negatives like for example an initial spike in the numbers of people that might experiment who, who otherwise wouldn't have done that was interesting yeah oh, that was great thank you um, I have a question Peter yeah it's going to sound Can silly let, let him take oh, sorry take your moment take the bow take the bow <laughs> take the bow it relates to drugs in a way but it's something that I only learned <laughs> until recently, and I'm just worried I'll fail drug tests. I think he's left the roses to set up his own like crack drug, business. Drug business, legal drugs. So poppy seeds, opium, poppy seeds. I hadn't realised this until I watched an episode of a TV show called Seinfeld, <laughs> which was that one of the characters failed a drugs test and she was appalled. She was like, I don't take drugs. But then she did eat a poppy seed bagel, and so therefore it will fail. How like how? Sorry, Peter. We no, doing, I'm doing curious. So well, this is we? true, though, isn't it? How much how much poppy seeds does one have to eat before? <laughs> They fail a drug test. Don't ask me, ask an expert. You don't even have to answer You it, are the expert. Because you, you mentioned In opium there. Fields. You mentioned opium there. What are you doing for Christmas? Jesus, let's get back to a Christmas show. Do you know what? I don't, I don't know that I agree with you, but you're better informed on it than me. But I don't know that... I, I think I, I struggle to make the jump from my knowledge of drugs and, and that sort of environment. I struggle to make the jump to that, to making it, to it being all right. Do you know what I mean? To sort of get into that point of like... Uh, my, my fear would be one of the state of people and the, 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 the an argument, and I don't know if it would be backed up with facts or not. Like, for example, if I wanted to have heroin now, I wouldn't have a fucking clue where to go and get heroin now. Like, I wouldn't have a clue. Right, but just because it was on sale down the end of the road doesn't mean to say you're going to go and do it, does it? I, I would imagine people would have a try of it if it was legal. Maybe there may be that initial spike, but the, the long-term benefits will clearly overwhelm any uptake in business in, in the mm. early formative days but of with, it. But with something like heroin, you're pretty much hooked immediately. Yeah, but when you go to this 
store, once again, calling it the drug store. Okay? Pete's, Pete's and drug you, store. Pete's drug store, and you say <laughs> you want to buy some heroin. Yeah. The yeah. person behind the bar, behind the, the bar. counter. Or a bar. Or a bar. Or a bar. always got it set up. The, the, it's it's the, alcohol, though, the, too, because I'm in. It sounds the, great. The person behind the counter inherently won't want you to buy more of their products right. because they will issue you with advice on how to take it, right. when to take it, the frequency and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, another big, big plus for this is that, you know, they say that so much drug taking is down to teenage inquisitiveness, that mm. act of rebellion mm -hmm. and all of that. Well, when said teenager, 18 years old, is standing in line in the drugstore to buy their ecstasy tablet or to buy their joint or this, that and the other, they may face the embarrassment of having their granddad, two people behind him in the queue, who's right. also looking to buy his joint to have with his slippers when he watches Strictly on a Saturday mm. night, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, how cool is it for a teenager yeah. to be in the same drugstore as your parents or your uncle or your grandparents or okay. all of that? Not very, I would argue. And it's a bit like... Because things are banned, people are inquisitive about them and okay. more likely to try and source them out. Okay. Would I'm, you, I'm winning you over here, aren't no, I? No, you, well, you're not, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out what I think about it. I'm trying to work out what I feel about it. Would you regulate the amount people could buy? No, because it's got to be free market economies. Um, so, essentially... You know, people would go and, and, and buy what they wanted. But, of course, there wouldn't be a market for them to then take it home, divide it into deal bags and sell it themselves because okay. you would still be able to get it cheaper in a regulated fashion from the store that you've just got it from. Do you not think once they start taxing it and all that sort of thing that the cost would just spiral? No, no, look at the costs, right? You go to... Well, look at the cost go, of cigs. You, look how much a cigs is, you, is you, that. You go to South America, yeah. okay? And in the jungle, at the jungle factory door gate, for example, right, you can pay about 1,500 quid for a kilo of cocaine, mm. right? Astonishingly cheap. Okay. But because that has to be transported across so many continents, oceans, roads, and all of that, everybody who is part of that transportation process levies a cost on it. Okay. So, which is why, when it might be 1500 quid at the jungle factory gate, by the time it hits a city mm. in the UK, it might be 20, 25,000 or even more. Okay. It's because everybody's wanted to be paid for their time and effort and, of course, the risk. So, we go to fair trade farmers in Colombia, Bolivia, Peru, Venezuela, wherever it may be, and we say to those fair trade farmers who are not being threatened at the point of a gun by organised crime, but are selling a fair trade product to the British government, we go, there's a fair trade price for your fair trade coca leaves, which we then once again transport across the high seas, worthless in value almost, again, of no attraction to the pirates, transport it over here. That, again, is processed in the UK. We know exactly what happens in the processing, uh, in the manufacturing process. We know exactly what goes into that drug. We know its purity. We know its cost, and it is sold cheaper, and it's better, and uh, it's more widely available. How much would a spliff of heroin be in your shop? Just one? Yeah. 
that would need some research, but it would certainly be cheaper than all guys crying can sell it to me. Go down the road if you can't give me a price. But so, uh, surely there'd be some sort of cap on how much you'd sell. So you probably wouldn't sell a heroin user enough to know that they could definitely go home and overdose and die. You can't you, even you, buy two packs of paracetamol, can you not? You wouldn't yeah. want them killing themselves, but yeah. of course, when they come into the drugstore yeah. to buy that heroin, part of that building is, of course, the treatment process. So you've got people there for problematic drug users because I never met a junkie who didn't actually want to get clean. But I asked you before about where would, would you cap what they were able to buy and you said no. I don't, I don't think I would. I just think that rights. flies in the face. To, I, know, I yeah. think that flies in the face of free market economies. But, but they could buy I'm enough not an, to die. I'm not an economist yeah, and could, I'm sure yeah. that somebody with a far brighter mind than me yeah. will say actually no Peter you're wrong on that fact and there will have to be a, 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 a limit as to how sure. much somebody can buy but then I'm, I'm paying £10 top for a spliff of heroin that's going to be one that's all I'm paying for it but say if you did want it over you could just come to yours and then go oh okay you're not going to sell me what I need like, then I'm going to go to someone else's and buy how are you going to kind yeah, of have a buy, system you, of with paracetamol you could buy one, one town. that's what I've done Tesco. before yeah or sleeping tablets but they don't sell you two packs of them Yeah, but there will be a licensed retail out in sure. every town, village, city is, across the land. Is this a popular idea? It's growing in popularity. Okay. It's absolutely growing. The whole movement is gathering pace at an astonishing speed, I'm very pleased to say. Okay. I don't know how I feel. I honestly don't. I think I'm a, I'm a great admirer, certainly, of anyone who's forward-thinking enough and not just going, drug's bad, no. That's all nonsense. The war on drugs has been propagated for over 50 years and cannot be won. And all the evidence says you've got to look at it essentially as a health problem. So by very extension of that, you then go down the whole regulation route. Yeah, OK, OK. Um, do you think Donny Tourette's done any crimes? Um, I would say so. I think we should I, get, feel I, think like I want to get him in and we can talk about this. I feel like he'll have a good... Do you, want to, do you want to put the rainbow theme tune on? Then I can walk around to the other mic. Do you, do you, do you, do you think you, want, you can manage to get Donny Tourette no, in 20 seconds? No, I think Toby, seconds. if he runs now, is he Toby out of his chair? There's absolutely nobody there. Toby? Well, There's literally nobody in the room. Well, can you is go, can you go and get Donny Tourette for me, please? Yeah, Donny Tourette, Toby, 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 I think I've just met him nice briefly boy, outside. Nice okay, really seems like a nice guy. Um, yeah, pop singer. Will, I'd like to see you running out that door to go and get him, please. Right. You've got as long as the rainbow theme tune takes. Up above the streets and houses, rainbow climbing high. Everyone can see it smiling over the sky. Right, got Donny Tourette in. Nah, come on, see you know what I'm saying. Hey, man. Hey. Good to see you. You're looking very fresh-faced. Do you think so? Yeah, I genuinely do. Wow, that's, thanks. I've just been um, away for three days. Do you not think, honestly, that Donny looks like different to um, last time I saw him? Yeah. I, I, do, I do think I was, like, under it, wasn't I? I was kind of... A little bit, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tired and no, you look like proper, hey, look like good, refreshed and shit. Healthy. Thanks. No, you do. It's, so it's kind of totally by surprise. Oh. Uh, You're looking good too. Peter. No, I mean, I'm, I've been my whole day. <laughs> uh, there's Peter. Peter. There's Donny. Hello. We, yeah, met, we, we met briefly outside. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you can yeah. meet again. Meet again now. Yeah. So we're crossing over guests at the moment. Mm. So part way through this, I'll. I'll, what, so what, basically, Peter we'll works him, like, it, and then we'll, and then we'll, we'll get bang up Peter. We'll put him in the cells. Okay. We'll nick Peter. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, Peter, Peter's old Bill. You've got to keep an eye on him. Still in, yeah, be still in with the Ros. Yeah, yeah. He, ma he makes out that no one talked to him anymore, but he's proper. You can tell that. Don't want to get caught by the fuzz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you done any crimes, Donny, in your life? 
Uh, fuck. Yeah, straight, straight in. Let's not mess around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I presume you must have done. You seem like that sort. Well, I have been. It's been a bit naughty with things. Have oh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't. But I wouldn't consider them crimes. What, oh, here we can, go. What would you consider? Well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get Peter's take on it. Then. <laughs> Tell so, me it weren't vaping. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Do you think, do you, Donny? Do you think that vaping is illegal? Indoors. 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 Indoor, do I think it should be? No, do you think it is illegal? Uh, it's I, definitely I, no, not. I thought, I thought it was like a choice. Oh, a, but, a choice of like um, owners of places may yeah. say you can. If oh, you, I see. Cause they I can have a rule, but most places yeah. do but, offer that, don't they? I don't know any pubs that you can just vape inside or. Yeah, no, but, I'm kidding, but, but you said it was against I, the I law, it and was. I said it's I not it against. the law. I can't see it being against the law. Okay, we've got well, copper don't even know. Former copper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. So, Donny, Donny, let's go through your. My rap sheet. Yeah, let's go through. <laughs> <laughs> let's get your rap sheet. <laughs> so start it low if possible. Uh, okay. Peter, I would like to hear your thoughts as well. By the way, I would con- I will say off the bat, I, I would consider Donnie to no longer be the recidivist he no. once was. I think he's now a reformed individual. Yeah. I, th- I think he's turned the corner. Yeah, yeah, okay. I reckon yeah. so too. Yeah. So let's not be he too harsh. He's glowing. He looks great. He's clearly not doing the stuff anymore. Could be some of that heroin though oh. that he sells oh. in his shop. Yeah, the, the heroin doesn't make you look like that though. Have it? you heard this show as it's been going on? No. He's but he's. About having an heroin shop, and cocaine, and ecstasy, and cannabis. All drugs should be legal. Yeah, that's what he's saying. um, That would sort a lot of problems out, a lot of crime, and and we'd look after people, right? Thank you, Donny. People you've brought in today. All right, so come on, Donny, rap sheet. Let's okay. To be honest, it's only two. As a oh. youngster, though, did you get in trouble with the law when you were a youngster? In no, your teenage years. No. Good lad. Never stole a thing oh, either. I never have stolen a thing. Good. Good. Uh, my brother once stole something when he was five years old from a supermarket. We were living in Liverpool at the time, and my mum didn't know. We got back to the house, and she went, "Where'd you get all them sweets from?" And he just looked at her, and she uh, called the police. The police came round to the house, and she got my dad to go with the police and him to the station, took him in the cell and said, this is where you're going to end up if you keep stealing sweets from supermarkets. What are your thoughts on that, Peter? Is that a waste of police time or is that positive (laughs) policing? Did your brother ever steal anything else? Yes, he did, but I didn't. didn't. Have you heard of the Hatton Garden job? (laughs) 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 He masterminded that. (laughs) Oh, did he get caught stealing other stuff? No, 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 to be fair, it was like out of necessity. We were all, we were, I think we'd done a gig in Brighton, and then the bus left, and me and my brother and Tommy chose to stay. Yeah. But we didn't have a penny between us, and we woke up going, oh shit, we can't get home, and, and we've got no food, and my brother was like, I'll, I'll deal with the food. I'll thing, go do a bank you know. job. So he went, he went, I'll do a bank <laughs> job. <laughs> I'll do a quick bank job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you okay. sell some sandwiches to keep us going, you know. Okay. You know, me and Tommy watch like little. Is there any such thing, Peter, as a victimless crime? Well, I think if Donnie had one of those sandwiches, he may be guilty of handling stolen goods. Uh, yeah, so what you did was you did, he did actually, But I ate Donnie it, I ate it. it. No, you didn't, you didn't eat it. You could eat the heroin and get on a plane, mate. You'd still be banged to rights, wouldn't you? There's no evidence if it's passed through. You've Don't. just confessed. Yeah, you just yep. said oh, that you, you just said that you did it. That's so. a start. I um, work out how to do the trick. That's the best thing to do. I think we get some money. There's a thing where you do something where you change. I can't remember how it works, but you say something and they say something. And you say, "Oh, I have got that change actually." And then when during the transaction, you make you're up on the deal. Right. Okay. It's like a Darren Brown type thing, like a mind trick. It's a, you must know about the, tr- the, the, the. Do you know about that? No. Like, you were serious crimes, weren't you? There was a thing where you could. I had a mate who sadly died this year or last year. He died, and um, but he was a bit of a. He, Again, what you'd describe as a lovable rogue and a lovable okay. crook, but he was, you know, he was a naughty lad, but yeah. never anything that would ha- directly harm an individual, no. but he, he was, he was a rogue. 
Um, and he got done for it, and he ended up in jail for it, because he, he'd just go around to petrol stations all day. And oh, just do it in petrol stations yeah. all day. He's, so good, he's good at it. He was excellent at it, uh-huh. but I can't remember the, what That's you do. That's probably best that we don't say what There's you do. There's something where you're like, you give them a, you pay for your stuff with a tenner. Yeah. Say it's four pound or whatever, and you give them a tenner. And then as they're doing your change, you say, oh, actually, I've actually got the change. Oh. And then you give them the chain, and there's something in the oh. transaction where you end up like a five or oh, a ten. Do you know, I had that happen to me recently, but I'm the one that got done in my local shop. Whereas I gave them the money, and then I went, "Oh no, no, I've actually got the coins." And then I left the shop. But as I got out, I was like, "Shit, I just gave them twenty quid." So, that, so it's, it'll, be, it'll be something no, I around. Got, I got done, yeah, yeah, not yeah, the but, shop. Oh man. no, you're, no, you're too he stupid to do it. Quid but up. it would be it's, <laughs> it's something like. And that. then he denied it when I went back in there to ask. <laughs> anyway, we're getting towards the the meat. Yeah, yeah, to the real of the crime. rap sheet. Okay, so um, we did a gig in Cambridge. Oh, Can I just say by the way, I once stole something in Liverpool. Oh, did you? As an adult man in Forbidden Planet in Liverpool. Oh. Can we stop naming the shops, I, I please? That we stole well, things from. I'm just being from. honest. Yeah, but this will have this will all maybe be cut it's out. Effect, maybe you maybe can't it's name effect. establishments you go shoplifting at. What? But it's not. Why? How does that harm them? Well, it does because because there's a case if they hear it. But it implicates me. It. Yeah, exactly. So they'll well, come surely for they're you. delighted to hear about it to arrest you. Yeah, I'm not def- like saying anything defamatory about the establishment. Stop naming the shops. I did. I nicked from a Forbidden Planet. In Liverpool, and it's a key ring for absolutely no reason. I don't to this day know why I did it, but I literally just picked it up and I realised I could just palm it. And you did it. And I just took it. I was like in my, probably in my late twenties, early thirties when I did that. So you should have known better. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was honestly the, the lad I was with. I was with Ed at the time. He oh, was, now he you was know you're with as well. You couldn't be doing any more things to confess it. Do you want to get the date you did it as well? I think that's why <laughs> girls um, steal more things than guys when they're young. Because mm. I was thinking, talking about this with a mate, like none of me or my mates ever nicked anything when we were kids. And it's because like anything you want as a, as a guy, you go in, it's like a shirt or a pair of trousers okay, or some yeah. trainers. Yeah. Whereas girls go into shops like, oh, I want that little bracelet. Oh, I like that little ring. Or little thing. And before you, can you know, it's like, oh, yeah, palm it. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Donnie, let's get to you. All right. So it's not exciting. It's been a big build up now, hasn't it? Mm. Well, um, make some up. <laughs> Look at how big it's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so it was like, it was, it's just. <laughs> Go on, eyeball him some more. My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my proper eyeball him. My, oh. Before you go any further, I'd yeah. just like to point out you're not obliged to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Donnie, you are. But what I do say <laughs> has already been used against me in court. Has it? Oh, right. <laughs> well, you, yeah, I've been charged. Oh, charged and what convicted. With? Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so they say, it sounds worse. I'll, t- I'll say the charge and then I'll tell the story. Right. Because the charge is like... <gasps> So, criminal damage. Oh, okay. That's okay. Right. So, I was doing a gig in Cambridge. Was it, it was the Big Brother house? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get done for stepping on some flowers? <laughs> I, I think you find I was assaulted. Yeah, I know. We were doing a gig. It was on stage. I climbed my way up, as I was doing around that time, to a ceiling and saw some scaffold and saw the opportunity to like swing from that scaffold over the crowd it was meant to be like a thing, yeah. and but the scaffold came down. Didn't okay. hurt anyone, oh. just came lowered down. The crowd really enjoyed that. They went crazy, ripped the scaffold down, and they started a little mini riot amongst themselves. So you incited a riot? So Am that, I right yeah, on this Technically. That is actually what I got charged with, yeah, inciting Inciting a riot. riot. Yeah, and the police turned up in riot vans, and the only person they took away was me. (laughs) In a a vest, which which actually the enemy did cover, which had a little, um, I'd written a little slogan slogan on saying, you're not God, and an arrow pointing to my left, and that was a police officer right there at that time. Really? Yeah, and then they put me in the cells, gave me a breakfast in the morning, and sent me on my merry way. Would you consider that a serious crime, Peter? Did you get knocked about in the cells? You know, in the <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's some things I like to forget about what happened in the yeah. cells. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh dear. Have you seen how he's still got the copper glare? It's amazing. Yeah. I find it brilliant yeah. because he's all, he's ultimately powerless. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he gives it all the copper glare in that. But it can't do no. nothing. I'm, fa- I'm fumbling around in my pocket here for a warrant card, right? <laughs> and there hasn't been one there for nearly 20 years. You're like a dream come true, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> a copper that you can literally just front up to with no, no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. Is that your most serious crime, Donny? No, it's the second one. Here we go. Okay, so it's doing Actually, here's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Peter, could you question him and see if you can get out of him what he did? Oh, yeah, that's, he did that with Ian. That's a good that, idea. He did that before, didn't Do you remember last good? time you came in and yeah. I, I said I'd, we did a thing where I'd, I was denying stealing some alcohol? Yeah. All right, I would just like to point out that yeah. I joined the police in the 1970s. Yes, yeah, so he's got a right? he's got it, yeah. And I retired a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? It's going to smack so, you in uh, the face. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh, ah, Jesus! Okay. Did you oh, see that? Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, I saw nothing. Nothing um, happened. Oh, I was looking the other way. Do you want to be present at your interview or not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand the question. Go on. So, <laughs> so let's let's see how, how quick you can get out of him what he did. Well, I need those. Oh. You don't need to. I've brought him in. You're the chief yeah. superintendent. Yeah. And I've brought him in. Go. I've, I've nicked this bad lad. <laughs> All right. So, so, so I tell you roughly. Don't question right, him. Right. So I tell you the end result. Donny, you tell me your version of events. Oh, I love this. So I was playing a gig in Loughborough. Oh. I'm banned from Loughborough Uni. <laughs> really? Yeah, for climbing scaffold. Weirdly. Really? Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So you know they're not that tolerant up there. No. <laughs> bit farmy, isn't it? Yeah, but like it a f- is a bit yeah, farmy. Yeah. So we were playing a gig, and I was doing. The, I was going through again a phase where, I was, apart from just climbing up and swinging off things, I was also like shooting. I get <laughs> shooting people. Point <laughs> <laughs> blank from the stage. <laughs> just a phase I was going through. <laughs> I um, I would get the microphone stand right, and I'd look out to the crowd, and I'd throw the mic stand out, and people would. Pa- catch it and they'd pass it back and they'd bend it and it was my mic stand I paid for that and it'd end up, <laughs> it'd end up back on the stage it'd be crumpled up and bent and, I'd, and that, you know everyone yeah. enjoyed themselves and it that was, was a, my mic and stand and that was a thing right that was a thing yeah. so one time I did this and I, um, I threw out the mic stand and that's, that happened and it came back and that was fine and then I was backstage after the gig and the doors suddenly kicked right open these three guys run in and literally started attacking me, punching me in the face. Then the guys in the band went, Jesus Christ, grabbed them. We all ended up spilled out onto the stage from the dressing room area and onto the stage. The crowd see it. It's a Wild West on stage. Everyone goes mental. It's another riot. Yeah. Now, the security got the guys away and they're going, do you want to press charges against these guys? And I'm like going, well, no, not really. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going anyway. So I left. And then I get a call. And it was the tour manager got a call and he went, oh. I was like, we were all saying what arseholes they were for doing that, you know, just busting in. And it turned out, um, but just when, I threw that, no, when I threw that mic, oh. it had hit one of their bloody friends. He wasn't, he wasn't looking, hit him in the face and it, and it caused him to have an, um, a gash down the side of his head and he had to go to hospital. Right. So I didn't know that had happened. And mm. I then understood why his mates had bust in and attacked me. Although he could have asked me about it first, but I got it. Um, so I didn't press charges, and I called the guy in hospital to make sure he was all right, and he was all right. So there's no further action on that? No, no, no. After saying it was all all right, he then pressed charges. Oh, really? Yeah, and I got taken back up to Loughborough and, uh, yeah, assault. Peter? Oh, I think that's a moral dilemma, that one. Because mm. I, I think I, one I, crime has led to another crime that was actually more serious. 
Now, I don't want to put an entire dampener on proceedings here. <laughs> this is going to be horrible, isn't it? But throwing a mic stand into a packed crowd, not all of whom might be watching, is a little bit reckless, is risky, it not? Also, risky. a bit yeah, insulting to Donny to say that his, not all his audience will be watching. Well, but nice to but nice to say a packed crowd. I'm like, turn the corner, Donny No, but that's a positive, isn't it? There are a lot of people there. Yeah, okay. So I agree that's reckless. But does that then warrant three people assaulting one gentleman? Two wrongs never make a right. No, absolutely. But it was three. There was three of them. Yeah, and to then to then go on to once they've exacted their revenge attack, to then press further charges. Surely that's not fair. Well, were you afforded the opportunity to press charges against those who assaulted you? Yes. And did you? No. He declined to do that in the first instance. Because go, so I, I understood that I had what I'd done and created that situation. So you created their mitigation for them. By, well, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you had the chance. They could have been charged as well. And then maybe there would have been a rather more satisfactory outcome to the entire oh, right, yeah. sorry saga. Yeah, but, so, but I'm going to charge £1,500 for that. So you got done for it, you actually went yeah, done yeah, for it? Yeah, 1500 quid. Wow, okay. Um, time to pay? Huh? Did, did they give you time to pay, or did you have to front it all up no, in one month? No, front it, yeah. Did you? Oh. It's horrible, isn't it? That yeah. is horrible. Peter, have you ever committed a crime? Hundreds. Good ones? <laughs> good ones? <laughs> <laughs> How many good. bodies were found? No, none that I'm particularly proud of. Oh, okay. I, I was an errant youth. You know, product of a single parent family, my dad, my abusive, alcoholic, unpleasant father, cleared off when I was about 11. My hard working mum did all she possibly could, but you know, I had a bit of time on my hands and I flunked my education. And um, quite frankly, it was a bit of a miracle that I ever got into the police force, but that Ooh. was again no, in no small part down to my mum. And yeah, I was just a, a reckless, errant kind of yeah. youth, criminal damage, shoplifting. The occasional breaking into a garage to steal some spray paint to I then mean, go and daub Queen's Park Rangers over every wall I could find. I mean, this sounds inevitable but, um, that you'd end up being a cop. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it well, it, it kind of gave me a very good grounding for the undercover career that yeah, I then yeah. had, oh, you yeah, see. Yeah. Did you commit you know, crimes when you were a copper? Yeah, did I sit down at meetings with gangsters when I'm negotiating multi-million pound drug deals. Vaping, and vaping did a, inside. Did a, <laughs> did, a, did, a, did a joint get passed around? Did I build that joint? Yeah, of course I would because getting stoned and pissed when you're in the company of gangsters and you're no. negotiating a deal is not the smartest thing to do, so I would try to avoid drug taking as much as I possibly could, but if it became a deal breaker and yeah. my back was up against the wall sometimes, literally, then I'd build the joint, I'd backload it, and then I'd say, well, I've built it, so I'm spark in it so at the front end that I've lit I know there's very little dope but by the time I pass it on to the next guy of course it's more backloaded and they're the ones that are going to get more stoned than I am yeah, 30 oh, years I've got to say Peter's story's more rock and roll than mine no, but, then th <laughs> Easy. but 30 Easy. years later he's now on about setting up his own drugs shop where you can buy drugs Shane, and that Shane, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's a drug long store. this has been a long period of building because yeah. I've seen the light my entire police career was largely an utter waste of time because yeah. answer the question are there less drugs on the street and no. are there less guns on the street for all the things that me and my colleagues went, th no. went through absolutely not yeah. it was a waste of time the war on drugs is a waste of time it's a false war yeah well, we've listened to what you had to say, Peter. Um, I'm personally in favour of putting him back in the cells. <laughs> OK. I think he's, we've, we've given him his opportunity to chat. Yeah. We've listened to what Do you've got to say. Do we lock him up? I personally want, I think you should go back in the cells. At Christmas? Yeah, over Christmas. <laughs>
<laughs> Do you want to plug your book before you put back in the cells? Looking round me, I don't think there's enough of you to put me in the cells. <laughs> <laughs> I've told but, you before, don't let the double chin fool you. But, but, there, <laughs> but, but there you go. Yes, may I? Of course, just mention what, what I do now, largely, apart from when I'm chasing down pretend fugitives on Hunted, on Channel 4 and Celebrity Hunted and all that sort of stuff. Essentially, uh, I'm, on way does his CV, I'm, I'm, I'm a writer, <laughs> so that's what I do for the rest of the year. And um, I have an absolute passion about unsolved murders. I think it's just bizarre that in the 21st century of CCTV, mobile phone technology, DNA. forensic science, in all its guises, people can commit murder and get away with it. And sadly, they do. So I vowed to do something about it. My previous book was about a number of unsolved murders. My latest book, To Catch a Killer, is about the most fascinating, baffling, tragic unsolved murder in the UK in the 21st century. It's the doorstep thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, please, I would urge you to read it if you'd be so minded and it's also a very nice Christmas gift. Mm. Cheers, mate. I mean, yeah, yes. a lovely thing to read at Christmas Day. Yeah. What are you thinking of, mate? Well, can't, can't put a ollie on the front of it, can you not? Start it on Boxing Day. Yeah. That's fine, that's what you should say. It's, it's, Open it's, it on Christmas Day, start it on Boxing Day. Can we just put him, can we ask him to step into the Christmas cell? Okay. You'll never take me alive, go back. <laughs> you stay, Johnny, you stay. <laughs> yeah. I need the toilet. Oh, oh alright, well, that's nice. Said that before I put the mics down. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? John, oh, John, yeah. oh. for that, thank you. Um, right, uh, we're still joined by Donny Tourette. Hello. Hi. And we've now been joined, adding some glam, much needed glamour. Oh, thanks. Thank That's you, nice. darling. To nice. the studio. Thanks. We're joined by Harriet Thorpe as well. Have you met Harriet before, Donny? Just briefly, just briefly. That's good, that's a good way of meeting mm. her. What have you got to say for yourself? Are you still sulking? Sulking, no, darling, I'm not sulking. I'm wounded to the very core. <laughs> Can you feel that? Can you feel that, darling? We that should tension? explain why, though, for Donnie. I think, Did yes. you think I wasn't going to? Okay, I'm just checking. Why are you getting everyone pissed? You're having Prosecco, it's Christmas. It's festive. Yeah. It's so doesn't get anything. He doesn't get anything. I do right, get it. The last it. person that was leathered in the studio was Vegas, and then that other bloke who was in here with him, it was a fucking car crash. Johnny Vegas? Johnny, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. What, darling, what are you on, Robina? You I'm drinking water. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm okay. professional. Right, just checking. And I'm driving later on as well. Uh, Harriet, yes. the reason Harriet's sulking. Yeah. Not sulking, she, darling, she was just in, get over it. She was in some play. <laughs> some play. Right. Oh. Hashtag West End. She was in some play in the West End, he, bond, right. he bonded over an interview. He promised me he was going to be... I didn't. He's a compulsive liar. She came in giving it, will you come Michelle, will you come Michelle? And I went, oh, I'll try to. No, I don't need you there, darling. You wanted to come. I mean, have you, ever, have you ever heard anyone beg someone as much? I mean, I did something? feel like you said you'd like to come and see it. Thank and you. you. were like, we'll arrange yeah, like to come. And then Harriet said, like, any date of your choice, yeah. you can come. So but I don't I'm live in London. Harriet, I, I spoke to him every, every week from the dressing room with various yeah, cast members. Yeah. Right. Because he'd asked. Desperate. Right. Um, <laughs> harassment. Desperate to come. To the point of harassment. Yeah. Well, I mean, should we get Peter back? <laughs> Please get him I in might here. Press charges. I did um what? My uh what? The other podcast I do, the Parapod. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Um, Back it's to now a movie. It's now ba- a movie. Self, 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 self. Go on. Let's okay. Uh, we did a live show recently. Did you? Yeah, we did, did you mention one, me? We did one a year. Did you mention me? Didn't is that why you're didn't saying? See you're at it. Didn't see you there. Have a life. <laughs> and after the way you treated me, promised you come and see the show, spoke to you weekly, and yet nothing. Listen to what, what was the excuse? It was a plethora been, of busy. excuses, darling. <laughs> I'm busy. busy with life. I don't live in London. That was but one you, of the that was one, yeah. And yet he's here. Yeah, but I'm working. 
Oh, and I wasn't working. It was geographical. No one, no one was calling you out for that. I, I was. The only time I come to London is to do this show. I'm hearing a whining sound. So, sh- so, so, should I just knock this show on the head and come and sing your show? Well, it's too late now, darling. Is that what I should have done, though? Of course. Oh, well, but you'll be able to in the new year when you finish at six on this show. Right? You'll be able to go straight no to the West excuse. End. But instead, here, Harry, it's on your show. Good yeah. point again. Yeah. I've invited, yeah. I've invited, I've invited her back. <laughs> yeah, well, they've invited me. They're paying me shitloads of money, so. <laughs> <laughs> really? There's no money in this uh, thing. You're not getting any money. Prosecco, yeah. Prosecco. You're not getting anything. No. Um, right. Have you met Donnie before? No. No. Okay. Um, I, I, are you well, Donny? Yes. I think you look very well. Feeling all right, you know. What I will say to you, last time I spoke to you, I'm coming mm. back to you, don't panic. Um, <laughs> the, last time I, the last time I spoke to you in this interview, I was, when we discussed this in the interview, so I had preconceptions about you, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure I even want to talk to him, you know, from all this shit that uh, That's like. how you started it. Yeah, no, but that, but that was... That was the, I he ha- he's always on a charm offensive. Yeah, <laughs> have you, have you picked but that do up? Do you not think that is... Do you not think that is? That, isn't that no. preferable to me just painting on the face of, of like... Smiling at someone, I've got nothing to talk to. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that was quite a. You were up front, yeah. What do you that, that, that was a fair thing. And, yeah. and, the, and the reason I said it was yes, because sir. I was then very engaged with you, you know, with, with them very much like chatting with you. Yeah, was that, yeah, that was why I brought that up. I think for, for a couple of weeks afterwards, yeah. we spoke about you quite a lot. A lot on the show, yeah. Sometimes on air, but, but yeah. off air as well. And I think we were discussing yeah. that and saying, oh, God, I hope he's all right. I, like, you know, there was a genuine concern about you. Yeah, it's not. Well, you just split all your misses as well, I think, at that yeah, point. Is yeah. that right? Was that, I remember yes. that No, right? it, was, it was right, and actually... That day oh, maybe something. I'm looking just... good, because I'm back with her, and I've just oh, been yeah. to Venice with her for three oh, days. Yeah. Venice is so cool, yeah. so romantic okay. and beautiful. Oh, it's amazing, yeah, yeah. Everywhere you look is beautiful. Doesn't matter what you do. You're on a film set, and you, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's kind of it. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was that. Okay, because you, you were... I wouldn't say you, you seemed like a broken man, because you didn't. I thought you seemed like someone who'd been broken, who had a spark of life left in there. <laughs> That's genuine. That's genuine. Was my I think there was a compliment. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 there was yeah, an optimism yeah. still. But, but, too, but it wasn't just about her. It was no, about everything. It's like we tried to do a comeback and it hadn't really gone down so good. And, right. And you know, and you're in a situation going, you know, you have dreams, don't you? You're thinking, oh, maybe this is this is it. We can we, now we're sober. Well, sober. I'm drinking this. Yeah. But you know, we're thinking we can, we can turn things all around and and you had high hopes. And it didn't really pan out. Sure. And so you know, maybe it was all a bit of that as well. So how does the landline now with the album and all that sort of stuff? <coughs> the album we're not we're not releasing yet. Are you not okay? No. Okay. Um, just basically because it just doesn't feel like anybody wants to hear it. To be honest, with you, to be honest, with you, no, um, not enough people. So that's, that's, that's wrong because there's people who, who like my band. Yeah, yeah. Um, not enough people yet. Don't yeah. We? So so we've done we've done this thing. We started up a YouTube channel. Oh okay. And okay. we've been very honest and, and real about what we're doing. We've basically we're all getting on and we're all we're all working jobs and we're all having to put a lot of time into the band it's been going 10 years plus now mm. and um, we've decided that we're going to give ourselves 365 days to make it okay and we started a digital clock a few a few months ago and um, and basically we're doing videos with we're we're playing gigs and we're filming the whole mm-hmm. lot and when it's hit zero if we haven't been able to quit our jobs and do music full time then um we we have to call it a day so you're working day jobs at the moment yeah you're yeah. working that way okay yeah 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 and um and, and maybe that was why as well. I'd come straight from the job. I was tired, you know. Yeah, mm. it's uh, what, do you mind, what. What are you doing? Do you want to talk about it? Uh, no, I don't mind. I like I, I like come up with TV show ideas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and to- Tommy, the bass player, he he works in the burger van, which he's okay. he's got on a building site. And my yeah, brother yeah. does bits and bobs. Okay. Um, Stevie, the guitarist, is a music teacher, and um, the drummer is a carer. So you're cataloging that. 
as you go along and how that's going to feed into going back yeah to we're doing, doing all these like s- stupid funny vlogs that we're, okay. we're doing but we're also documenting it. it's actually a real thing that it's very hard for a band who aren't in in vogue to crack it yeah. you know but that's intriguing as an idea i, I like that though yeah it'd be, it, it'd be dead easy to sneer at that wouldn't it it'd be dead easy to go oh you know that donnie's doing this yeah that, you know, all that sort of stuff whereas actually the the credit actually should go to someone who's not just going, well, why is the phone not ringing? It was actually doing summer and still, but still working towards that goal. <coughs> well, That's yeah, what I think. Yeah. Can I say something as a mature yeah. woman? Don't, don't. Barely yeah, 30, not. obviously. Yeah. Um, that being in any kind of creative arts journey, it's a marathon, it's not a race. Mm. And the idea that you're going to make it and then you win the race is, is something you learn. And the thing that keeps me going all the time, because I plate spin a load of things, I mm. don't just do one thing, is I go where I'm wanted, not where I want. Okay. Um, and that's your mantra. That's interesting. Because what I want and what I get and what I need are all completely different things. And if I think, oh, I, this will define me, this will make it good, I, I've won. I, all one's life, if you're a performer of any kind, you're there for the applause it's lovely to think it's about art but a lot of the time it's a fix mm. that people say well done well done we love that it, especially if you commit emotionally and engage with your audience yeah. whatever they are and to get that fulfillment and that fix that's what it's about most of the time it's not just about art because if it was about art you'd be happy to stay at home at your parents and do shows in the back room and it's yeah, not it's you I'd need to be to in yeah, well, I think we're all happy for you to do I that. Think, I think but, 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 but I think it's what happens is we we go to do other things, and and it's a bigger thing than that, especially when it's creative. But as a barely thirty, you learn that it doesn't. We're not defined by one thing. Well, I think it's very interesting what you said, and I think what's coming out at the moment is like so. We called it three hundred sixty-five days to make it right. And, and when, when we come with that concept, it's kind of quite easy in black and white mm. to make it. But what's coming out over time is what is making it. That's yeah, what is it? That's the folly. And so, and so it's like, it's, it's changing yeah. all the time. And that's the good thing. Yeah. Because the idea of this dream, when then, when I've got this, then I will be okay. Yeah, yeah, Bollocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Well, exactly. But maybe someday it goes click and you got it. But something. But, it, yeah. but, but you know, I, I said to my brother, he's like, "What is making it to you? Is it? Is it like?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, is it playing this massive gig?" Yeah, I was like, "Will that make you happy?" And he's like, "And then eventually we, we 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 went round the houses and it's like, well, maybe just being happy is making it." And I went, and he said it. I went, "So is that it? Three hundred and sixty-five days to make yourself happy?" He went, yeah, yeah. Well, no, of course not, because I want to be a fucking rock star. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. but then if you're happy, do you need to be a rock star to be happy? No, you don't. But, but, so, you learn, but, but that's what you learn. That's a, what you learn. There's also the element, isn't there, of like you could argue that well, making it is making a living from what you do. So if, if you, yeah. so if you just make yeah. a living from what you do, no, I don't mean you make millions. To be able to but if you can survive just on what survive. you do. Which is not possible at the minute. No, I've, that's I've been working yeah. as an actor for 40 years. <laughs> I've got my Oscar acceptance speech ready to go. Yeah. The reality of that is, um, I don't know if that will ever happen. It doesn't matter. I, it's not. I don't have to be defined by that. Yeah. I don't know what that making it is. I'll do whoever will employ me. I say yes. I'm not too big to do but, anything. It doesn't matter what I'm but doing. But you have work your speech ready. You have your Oscar speech ready, and I think that that's a good thing Thank to have you. because those yeah. who say they can and those who say they can't are usually both correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you said earlier on, though, exactly. that you didn't release your album because no one wants to hear it, but you can't possibly gauge that, can you? But we invested quite a lot in it. Yeah. Yeah. If we were to put it out now, I think it'd, like, there'd be a few people who are really happy to hear that. But um, ultimately, ultimately like, it'd just be like, that's gone then. Music doesn't just disappear, though. That, that no, but, but we wouldn't be able to go and tour, because we wouldn't be able to afford to fund a tour from the amount so of people also, who come and watch us. So it's also, this is business, also. So, oh, yeah, I mean, it's all that. And, and I'll be totally honest, like, yeah. you have to think that way. Absolutely. Because yeah. we can't go up to Manchester and play a show to 30 people no, no. and pay for five lads to go and stay sure. up there and being in a bus you know yeah. or, or just drive up yeah so you've got to think like that business yeah. in a way you know so, so it's like don't drop the album yet because there might be some legs in it if you but, do but, this but, things but, the other way but might the legs not come once it's released no because it's just been getting ignored because you want to tour as well we know if i know from many of the bands that come in like they they as soon as they release it they've got to go on tour pretty much straight away to promote the album that's how it's kind of worked for years isn't it and that to, to promote the album you need to get out there and play it to various people and don't so, you just yeah. start from scratch then i'm sure that's what we discussed last time it's just literally just resetting the clock and change the like, name start, and all start. that don't have to change no. the name but but it's, it's but you're starting from a standing start there's no momentum in terms of... You had momentum at one point, but it was the wrong sort of momentum. I'm sure this is how we discussed it last time. There was I, just, I just think my band comes with such a bad stigma attached to it that we've got to reset that and change it in some way. And, and a part of that was all the TV stuff that I did and we did for yeah. our show, but they never, we never showed our true selves, really, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so it's like, well, okay, maybe the, the one last thing you can do is just go, hey, this is us, and film it. Yeah. And do that. And be open, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I feel like I want to put him in the cells. Donnie in the cells. Well, do you know what I mean? No, no. I, I don't want to put shit. him in the Get, cells. I'm just getting back in the cells. No. <laughs> um, I hear what you're saying totally, but but I, I again, amateur psychiatrist. I it sounds like to me anyway, and maybe I'm, I'm also projecting onto it as well my own how I sometimes act in certain situations. Is it sounds like what's happened is you've got a, a fear of something <coughs> failing mm. and that so that thing doesn't happen it's definitely failing if it's not out oh it will definitely come out yeah, yeah, like yeah, I mean so at the end mm. if, say if it hasn't worked out I mean we give the album for free to everyone obviously yeah, yeah, right. okay. but it's like we're just going well what cards have we got what yeah. can we use and trying to make it work yeah and that's I fair I feel like you like I feel like you want to go on tour because what you've said before is you, you clearly like playing live as well that's yeah, why you yeah, want to be we, out there doing yeah that. we love it you know. yeah. yeah so we'll see what are you doing Thorpe <laughs> well, clearly you didn't see my sensational appearance in Doctors. When I heard I about it. Had to grab a young doctor's ass. Oh. Did you? And as a professional, I had to do it twenty times. I had to get the right grab. <laughs> That's good going at doctors because they don't normally allow that many retakes. It's fast moving. Well, That's when yeah, it was a prof- Thank you. Yeah. You see, yeah, um, yeah. She it did was it twenty it times. No, but I'm a professional. To, she's it's a trained thespian. They will know that when they're Thank on you. set. Thespian. Yes. <laughs> did you just pronounce it thespian? <laughs> I, <did. laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. an episode of Doctors once. I remember. It. I really enjoyed it. And it. They normally say, "Are you horizontal or vertical?" Or both. Because <laughs> oh. it both depends whether you're going to make it to the end of the show. I did not. make it to the end. Good. Um, good call. But only by the skin of my teeth. It was. I had a heart sack in it. Yeah, standard. Oh. Um, yeah. And then did a screen kiss. Oh. Mouth to mouth, they said, but it, it felt like a screen kiss. <laughs> and yeah. then, um, and but I did survive at the end. Oh. I did actually survive. I played a psychic called Billy Taft. Ooh, it's genuinely 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 genuinely
did you survive? How come you grabbed someone's bum well, in the show? Again, you'll have to get it on catch up. But okay. every couple of years, they're lovely and kind enough to have me back as a different character. And I, as you know, I never play anyone who's remotely normal. Yeah. They're always psychotic. Yeah. Um, and this Why was is kind that? Do you think? Look at her. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Wow. wow. <laughs> Again, the whining sound. It's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I've had half a glass please, of organic prosecco. What? What do you say? What I'm you? saying, please continue. I'm allowing you your time. Oh, thanks. Still talking. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Sorry, what did you ask me, darling? Uh, I asked about how come you were grabbing a doctor or someone's well, bum in the show. It was a Me Too in reverse. Okay. And was the story of the moment. And, you know, as a professional, one just needs to make sure you have the right grab. It could be different times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not prepared to, you know. No, but there are 20 different grabs. Exactly. At least, aren't there? Exactly. You have to do them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what does the immediate future tell like a Me Harriet. Too thing yeah, waiting yeah, to happen. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, She's harassed me for a year. <laughs> in your dreams. You have. Yeah. You totally have. Yeah. I've enjoyed it on and off. Well, you say I think there's good chemistry between them. I know, can you, honestly, couldn't you cut it with a knife? Oh she maintains God. that's not there. But I there feel a bit a, awkward. I think we should leave yeah, the room. Yeah, there is a proper sexual tension between yeah. me and Harriet. There always so. has been. Yeah, there always yeah. has been. I mean, there's more tension from Harriet's side than sexual. I, I was going to say, it's more. <laughs> it's more I was going to say. She's it, never done a joke before. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first joke she's ever Impressive. done. She's never even tried. I was going to say, rather than sexual tension, it's more like indigestion for me. Rather than sexual tension. I can go with that. I think we're not that far generationally opposed that we wouldn't be able to make something of it for a, t- <laughs> for a couple of years at least. So I'd see you're out. Uh, <laughs> there's a word a- that, I, having done the vagina monologues, there's a word so, that I want to spring to my lips. You can do, you can. You can, by all means. No, I do not think we can, make, we can make a go of it. If we, if we were both single in that, we can make a go of it, me and you. I think we'd have a right laugh. Do you not think it'd be a laugh? Whining. But yeah. do you not think it would be, though? Three octaves higher, then, did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> and we could spend, like, you know, when you, when you get your ab fab royalties what, you think that, I'm gonna, spend that. You think you're going to be my carer? I won't go that far, because I don't, no. I don't, I don't want to do any heavy lifting and nothing, but it's not... I, I didn't mean Sorry, you. Sorry, which I didn't mean you. Sorry. I mean, like, I mean, like yes, meta- I know metaphorically what you mean. speaking I know what you mean. is what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, no, I think... Plumbing new depths of I mediocrity. Think, go on. I think... <laughs> I, I honestly think we would, like... I think we have that thing between us. I think that is there. Mm-hmm. There's a spark. Yeah, um, I reckon so. I do think that. Tinderbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting to ignite. If you can't hear it, you can uh, at home. You can definitely see it. Yeah, it's yeah. happening right now. Yeah, you can. Yeah. It's it's in the air. Harriet, mm. I thought more? that was your wind, but okay, go on. Brit- so we talked about the British Empire last yes, time, you know, about trying to get it back together, get the band back we're together. We're still doing. I was with Chris not long ago. Were yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're still Talk doing about. little lovely things online. Bring back Britus. Yeah. We've got several thousand, but over 12,000 people following You're the us. the British Empire? Yeah, oh, it's the lady Carol. with the babies oh, in the drawer. Oh, amazing. Yeah, with the drawer. Wow. Um, do you remember Ab? Well, do you remember Ab? You presumably you've seen Absolutely Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. I've so yeah. never seen it. Harry, you're in a... Because I actually re-watched it after you came in. Did you, in, darling? Um, and you're in a, it a lot, I yes. would say. Yeah, quite a lot. It's flat. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like she was She's complaining. Well. No, 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 no. I meant that it's when you re-watch it, you're like, she had a big part in it. Well, I mean, it's one of the the most amazing shows in our history. Ian yeah, Ian yeah. Fab is to watch a heritage show. It is. It's and I think what Jen wrote changed, changed changed comedy for women particularly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Was it, just, was it just her who wrote it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. 
And okay, I okay. was lucky enough to be, uh, we were all at drama school together, Dawn, Jen and I, and we've just been friends since then. And there was like a, a, there was a whole comedy troupe, wasn't there, in the early days? Oh, was, yeah. it, was Ben Elton involved? Or yeah. Rick Mayle? Yeah, all of them, yeah. Rick and Aid were, so Rick and Aid. Oh, so Ben, oh, yeah, ben, yeah, ben, yeah, yeah, ben yeah. was more Aid peripheral, Edmondson, really, because yeah. yeah, yeah. he was like, well, he I think was writing, was but, we, but we did loads of different shows. Um, Happy Families was one Ben wrote that everybody was in, and I mean... I've read about you guys down the pub, like well, just hanging them. out. I wasn't a comedian though. They they really funny. I'm You're very funny. No, but I mean, I've heard like stories about in so between doing drama school or oh, doing yeah. shows. Everyone's so hanging out. And were you in Happy Families? Yeah, the 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 Ben show. Yeah, yeah. no, I remember yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you in that? What, yeah. were, what were you in Happy Families? I. Okay, well, you're going to have to Google the fuck out of that because I'm not. Do you not know? You. <laughs> do you not know yourself? <laughs> Do you not remember? <laughs> Look at the eyes. Of course I remember. She doesn't remember, yeah. by the way. Genuinely. I, I spent some yeah. time recently with Paul Jackson. Yeah. Um, also he was brilliant. Same weekend Amazing. that I was with Chris. Yeah. So I spent some time with Paul Jackson. First time I met him. And um, and I I chatted to him mostly about Happy Families mm. and about Filthy Rich and Capital Up as well, which are two two shows. that So Filthy Rich and Capital Up was Rick and Aid. It was basically the young ones growing up, is what it essentially was. But it was never a piece. It was only a, it was on once, and it was never recommissioned for a second series. What was it called? Filthy, Filthy Rich, Rich and Capital. I've never I heard of it. I think I did an episode of that. Okay, what, quite filmed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get it on cut now because oh. it, they used a lot of music stuff that had music rights attached to it. So. Was it as like hard hitting as the young ones? I think it was probably up a notch from it. Was it? Yeah, it was, fa- so, it was fantastic. So brilliant. And Aid yeah. still is amazing. He just goes on now. He's doing amazing shows and films and television, and, yeah. he's, and he's written children's books. He's yeah. phenomenal. They're both. There's a maturity to Aid, I think. Oh, and he's evolved, and that's what I was yeah. saying earlier. You start with one thing, and then you evolve. Mm. It's not an end. We're not just defined by one bit of our career. And that's what you have to look at. I completely agree, but you need to keep going, don't you? Yeah, keep on keeping on. Keep going. Keep on keeping on and get off the pity party. Get over it. Keep on keeping on. There you go. Well, I've got to evolve now because I've still got two guests to bring in. So I'm going to put a song on. Harriet, was there anything else you wanted to mention that's upcoming? Might be be in a new sitcom for BBC One called Mr. Winner next year, but that's all I'm saying. Just waiting to hear back. No, we've done the show. Just Wayne's hair back where you've got the part or not. I'm oh, re- sorry, you're still talking. I really, well, I, um, I really hope you get that part, Harriet. No, I'm in. I have got the part, darling. Good luck. I play the mother of a 41 year old. Fuck luck, off. Good luck getting that part. Oh, really, dear? Yes, I do. How could you have had a child when you were two? Bless you. That oh. is the right oh, answer. That sexual oh. That's the right back. There we Did go. You hear that? Um, Donnie, thanks ever so much for coming in. Harriet. Can I just tell you one thing? Oh, yeah. yeah, quickly. I love you. See? Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Told you. Right, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming away from DMC. Well, I like running. Yeah, we all do, but we're running out of time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Dramatically, they have to be sacrificed. At the moment, I've got these for ten minutes. If I just carry on doing it, though, can we just can we just bump into the next show? Uh, we can't bump in, but we could put it out as a bit of an extra on the podcast. We could do that. I'm not bringing these in and saying you're an extra on a podcast. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. You're on the show now. Obviously, but we could do an extended version. Of <laughs> oh, you're such a bastard. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You weren't you weren't under the impression you were going to be on the show. No, 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 no. no. You're on the show now. The this show is, is happening. A little extra really for Patreon, this is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop talking and get on with it, then there'll be loads uh, of We're joined chat. by. Da- oh, I've got your own fucking name again. Dan Schreiber. Schreiber. You did it. And James Harkin are back with us. Um, <laughs> do you know what happened? What weird thing happened is I came in and saw that book and I immediately wanted a poo. Because oh. oh. that's in my bathroom. That's, can we have that quote for the uh, yeah. for the paperback? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this cover and immediately wanted a poo. <laughs> Um, so there's been no escaping you in many ways I've found in my life because mm. um, it seems like you've um, you've kicked up a gear since we were last on yeah yeah it really does yeah 
And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's always been the way, but it seems to be, I think I'm just more aware when I see you yeah. on, on like Twitter or whatever. It's the Beta Meinhof effect. As soon as you hear about something, then you can't escape it. Yeah, but I think that has really, that's genuinely happened. So, yeah. you, And you've got the Albert Hall coming up, is that right? No, we got, got um, Hammersmith Apollo. Eventum Apollo, as it's been renamed. That's mental. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't sold many tickets. Oh, yeah, have yeah. You, have you really not? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it went, on, it went on sale on uh, Friday, and we... We've done okay so far. Yeah, it's not it's not sold out. How many have you shifted? To know, we just don't just know. tell the truth. Well, we, we don't know. We've you looked know at to the we've number. not been given the report yet, okay. but we're looking at the map, we think a thousand ish. Yeah. The capacity. Oh, there? I'm sorry that you've not sold many tickets. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just a thousand. Oh, I'm sorry. Just yeah. so. That's going to be embarrassing, isn't I it? Know. Only having a thousand people we'll there for your fucking around. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when, is, when is the game? How embarrassing for you. March, March, oh, Ian, March? please. March 15th. You're going to sell the tickets <laughs> by March, come on. You'll shift that. Easily. By March. I'm so going to sell I thought you were going to say tomorrow. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's tonight. <laughs> Um, that's ace, isn't it? Yeah, that's so cool. cool. That's the thing. And is the book yeah. is the book doing all right in your book as well? Is your book out yet? Uh, yeah, so I have the QI book as well, and that's yep. doing much better than this one. Yeah, it's doing Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. I'm up against Horrible. myself this year. Yeah. Um, but no, the QI one's doing well, and this one's doing pretty well as well. Yeah, so. this one's doing this one's doing um, as as well as it should. <laughs> Do you like swell into meetings and stuff with like a crown on and that? Like, can we go? Oh, I'll just have some of my royalties through from the other book. Yeah. <laughs> if only we got royalties for these things yeah but there it's um it it did uh john lloyd who co-wrote it with james yeah. he did chris evans the other day and evans if Ooh. you go on that show just show a bit of showbiz gossip there. yeah <laughs> <laughs> get that clip clip that yeah. and put it in there <laughs> put that in a trailer straight away <laughs> yeah. but yeah he's he's the um the book industry's sort of Hit maker, basically. Yeah. He's Evans is, isn't yeah. He? yeah isn't he? You go on Evans, that is a you go that's straight how to into the book. top ten immediately. Yeah, oh. wow. Nothing, yeah, that's a, that seems unfair. And then Why? immediately Amazon sells out, and you don't sell any more after that. Right. Okay. But okay. yeah, that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you about. I mean, this is perhaps old news now. You did a vinyl album, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Mm. Yeah. Was that financially viable? Nope. No, no, not at all. No, did you we, lose money on that? No, we didn't. We we did it with my buddies who run a a. They make vinyl. They sign bands, but okay. that's their main thing that they release. And they they do sort of interesting projects as well. Mm. They what did they do? They re, they released a um. They released one with some meteorites in it or something. Yeah, that right? was yeah that was our what? the people. So the people who did our theme tune, they're called Emperor Yes, and they I'd crushed meteorite. Bought a record and had a meteorite. In it. <laughs> a lot of bumps. Yeah. They released a they released a bicycle as well. Yeah. It was like it was a USB with the album, but you bought a bicycle to have the album. Did uh, you, can I ask yeah. you? Just I'm going to ask you straight. Did you actually release an album, or is this just all fantasy? And yeah. Well, well here's the thing. Dan always wanted to be in a band. Yeah. And all of his his friends from back home are in bands and stuff like that. And so when he got into podcasts, he was like, "I'm going to make us like a band." Well, we were going to go on tour, and I thought, you need something to sell on yep. tour. Let's do a vinyl. How much was your vinyl there to sell? What 20 quid. Yeah, okay, so that's a decent price yeah, for a yeah. vinyl record. Was it just a single, single disc? A uh, single disc, but what it came with, we took the first year of our podcast off and put it online, so it came okay. with a download code for the for first... You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it came with a, a year of free Do you think your things. mates would have any interest in releasing a best-of vinyl of the Parapod? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Do you think they would? Definitely. They're called Alcopop. They're amazing. Are they your mates, or are they just someone you know? No, they're my no, mates. They're mates. Yeah, yeah. Can we honestly discuss that genuinely in real yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. Because I've thought for a while that I'd quite like to do 
actually before you did, I hadn't thought about it, but when you did it, I was like, that's such a good idea to do that to make it a, a vinyl one-off. Because I think it does, it almost doesn't matter what's on what's on it. Mm. It's yeah. just an object. It's a thing, yeah. and it's just a. Uh, yeah, we did a special edition that had the vinyl itself was yellow, so it was just okay, a yeah. cool looking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But obviously, you want the black classic vinyl. I don't know. You know, I, I quite like these vinyls that yeah. are just they're all one color or different colors or splattered or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. I think it's quite a cool look. Yeah. And with something like the Parapod, you could probably go with blood and all that. Do you know what oh, I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, that's totally. stuff with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, no, I genuinely would be interested in doing that. Do you know what they used to do in um, Soviet Union back in the day when the Beatles were banned? They wanted the Beatles there, but they couldn't get them because it was a Western Do you mean band. the Beatles? The band, the Beatles. Do you keep saying Beatles? Beatles? <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Beatles. Jeremy Beatle. Uh, <laughs> he did, but I knew what he meant. A bit like Fluff Freeman just going, yeah, yeah the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> when the Beatles were... <laughs> just making sure I've got the right people. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the Beatles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I've heard of them. And they... Um, <laughs> So their albums were banned, and they uh, wanted to release the the locals wanted to release vinyl. So what they did was they found a bunch of old X-rays and they pressed the vinyl onto old X-rays. So you can see them online. There's these pictures where it's just chest X-rays, but you've got Abbey Road on there, or you've got you know Sergeant Pepper's. Super I want cool. That. That's what I want. Yeah, that's, I want that. That's <laughs> what we tried to do as our sort of oh. special edition vinyl. We were going to take X-rays of all of ourselves and only have like six and uh, well, four. There's four of us, but uh, yeah. I've got to oh. say, the risk of that would, wouldn't be worth it for the Parapod because I think the risk of me and Barry going having chest X-rays <laughs> and then literally going, put it on the vinyl. It's like, well, before we do that. <laughs> Could you just go in this room because a gentleman wants to talk to you? It's like, no, no, get it on the phone. Like, no, honestly, there's a man. He does need to speak to you really quite urgently about this. What a way to find out. But you saw a lot. Can you imagine you? that? Can you imagine going, yeah, how did you find out you were dying? Weirdest story. We were pressing it on vinyl. But don't you think, Ian, that you would sell out straight away if you were both dying? It's what, like, fucking what Parapod story. Shadow Edition? Why, why was that going to sell anything? Really People would well. be like, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> I think, but I like that, and I like the, the innovation of that, and I like the innovation of because really, with with your show, and with, with the book, so with, with the books, the, the, the spin-offs from it, and then ended up playing, you know, something as huge as that, with you know, which you're never going to sell out, but <laughs> so, a, a thousand is that's best, all right, I guess. Um, but that's the innovation of that. I'm really interested in that with podcasts of actually yeah. of them growing out of what they are, but also retaining the independence of them. So it's not. I, it's no longer a case where you do a podcast and it's just that's just what it is and, and that is fine if that's just what it is but to maintain the independence onto a larger scale mm. I, I, I just find that really inspiring I think it's a really exciting thing to do and I don't think many people can do it I, 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 my fear with podcasts is people are going to go yeah I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to release a vinyl and I'm going to go and do a, a big like you know you've got podcasts out that are doing live shows before they've had two episodes out mm, and it's yeah, like yeah. no you've got to, that's wrong you've got to build to that you've got, it's got to be an organic thing and that can be the career path with it but if, if you try and run before you can walk, then you're sunk. So yeah. You, you, yeah. Or you could be sunk. Well, we away. were we were kind of thinking that when we, it's really hard once your podcast is going, and we were we were doing quite well, but there was it was hard to get on things like radio or TV, yeah. and so we thought, okay, what if we started releasing things that would be like a podcast has released a vinyl? Yeah. Let's get yeah. them on. We went on the one show with the vinyl. Mm. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we almost did. Well, no, we did. <laughs> we almost did. <laughs> we we, 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 we went on the one show, did you? Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> nearly did that. They put us in a 
a basement, didn't yeah. they? And they made us do a podcast that was to do with whatever. They were talking about sinkholes or something. Yeah. And we had to do a podcast uh, okay. about sinkholes. Okay. And then every now and then they put the camera on us and we just kind of wave. So they, you, they'd cut to us from studio and be like, oh, you guys know something about sinkholes, don't you? And we'd say one sentence and then back so you, to our... You, you did a special thing for the One Show's Patreon, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we, we released a follow-up uh, follow album this year. Okay. And it was on uh, cassette um, but not it, not an exact cassette. So right. it's all the retro, cool-looking bits of a cassette, the sleeve and the in the casing. But it has a sort of USB stick that you pull out okay, from the inside. Nice, yeah, nice, okay. And then we had a specially recorded episode on there, um, and uh, the second year okay. of us. Yeah, because so cassettes aren't coming back. No. No, they're done and I no. know people think that they are there no. are some people I think Dodds thinks it but they're awful that cassettes are not coming back no I hope people good. have looked at vinyl and gone oh VHS is going to come back as well it's like it's just absolutely but there's not the same nostalgia is there for a cassette which chews up or gets uh, stuck no, or no, no the nostalgia, it just, it nostalgia is the only thing it has that's the only thing it has oh, there's, bad nostalgia. There's, there's no practical use to it at all no no so the nostalgia is the only selling point. The so mini disc next that will make exactly. Yeah. We're going <laughs> laser disc for yeah. our, uh, yeah. laser, actually our, laser our buddies. Laser discs are good. Laser discs are amazing. I grew up with them. Yeah. Um, my we have a buddy uh, group of friends called Festival of the Spoken Nerd, and they've okay. just released a new comedy live show on floppy disc. Okay. And nice. the thing is, you can only fit thirty seconds of show on a floppy disc. Right. So there's over two hundred floppy discs. Really so funny. yeah, you've got to meet up with the rest of the floppy disc owners in order. That's to That's how the you thing. find out your proper fans, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's where you get. You go right. These people are the hardcore, the ones that have bought this monstrosity. Um, are you confident about Hammersmith? Um, yeah, it'll be I think fine. You should yeah, be. I think you should be. It'll be good. We're, I mean, th- we were talking before. We're doing seventeen dates on this next tour. That's the biggest tour we've ever done. And we, it kind of snuck up on us a little bit, didn't yeah. we? We didn't realize, and they just gave us a spreadsheet of everywhere we were playing, and we're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, How, but what, what's the logistics for that though? Is it like it, cause I presume you're doing a new show every night? Yeah, yeah, but we have a first half which is a solid written thing, and then okay. and then you do a second half which is the the live podcast. Yeah, um, and it's good because we we record everything, so it all goes out, so it's yeah. nothing's wasted. It's not it's not like a live show that dies. Okay, it it then goes out on our I quite on like our channel. A live show dying. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of do. You'll love our Hammersmith gig then. We're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I quite, I kind of do. Like, I, yeah. I've put the, the the most recent Parapod Live. We do like one a year, and it sells out. You know, it does well, but it's not your scale. But it sells out the the venue that it's in. We did it in Nottingham Comedy Festival, and um, and I've put like edited highlights out on Patreon, and that's it. But I don't, I don't ever want to release it into the public or anything. Like that. It feels like I always feel like, oh, but then that's not makes it less special, and I don't think that necessarily r- rings true to that audience. But I feel like. No, but that was for that audience on that night. Mm. And I don't, I, like I say, I don't think the audiences think feel that way. I don't think they feel like, oh, I don't want it to come out. I think they're like, no, I want to hear that again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's a personal thing to me, that. But I, I do, I, I have a huge reluctance releasing the live stuff. Well, we've, we, we do a weekly show, and the idea of us not releasing something that we've of course, absolutely yeah, of researched yeah. is, yeah, is, I think, a bit too painful for us. Yeah, but yeah, it, also, it also gives the sort of, you know, you listen to it and go, oh, man, I want to go be on, the, I want to be part of that audience, yeah. I think, is the... Yeah, is, no, I agree with you. I agree completely. But you guys, you have amazing fans. I was seeing on Twitter the other day that you have people, like, with full-on tattoos on their legs yeah. of your faces. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've never had that. That's yeah. that's proper right. fan. Yeah. I, I'm aware we've overspilled the show now, but it just cut some music out. Um, I, I, I am... 
it's not as much fun as you'd think. <laughs> it's actually terrifying. Is it really? It, it's weird. It's just a weird feeling. And you also feel a little bit like, I've now got to behave forever. Because if any, anything at all happens untoward in my life now and ruins everything, or in Dodds' life, which I'll be honest with you, is more likely, this dude's got our faces on his leg. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it weird what has that moment for you in life where you think, I've now got to have a good life? You yeah. know, it's not like, would this mess up my family's life? It's this one guy's leg. Some, some stranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this well, one he's, leg. He's not a stranger now, but it was amazing. Cause <laughs> we, I went down, we both went down. The first, he had two sittings for it. And in the first sitting, he had Barry's face. And in the second sitting, he had my face. We couldn't make the second sitting where he had my face, but he sent me some video of it, and I did, like, a reaction thing on Patreon to it. But the first day, I, I arrived first at the tattoo studio when he was having Barry's leg, and I walked in and said, oh, sorry, Barry can't come because he's got to sign the sex offenders register this morning. <laughs> in the room. So the lad, Barry, the guy who's having it done, he laughed. But the other people were like... What the fuck is going on in here? Uh, no, it's a weird thing. Hey, I've got to wrap up. Oh, that's, no, thanks thanks for having us again. I don't want to. I know you do, but you've always got a train to catch, haven't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm we're going go for today. a pint with Donny. Yeah, we are this. too. So yeah. we're all going to have a pint oh, with Donny Torres. You're not, are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, he just requested it. He's in a very good place, bad, Nigel. Tanned and happy. Bad move. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, can I get those details of your mates before you go for it? Because there's a good chance that... <laughs> They won't be your mates by the end when you're in the papers tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always a pleasure to see you, genuinely. Oh, and and I wish you all the best with the live shows and stuff and, and with the continued evolution of the podcast. Yeah, you did one with, start, with Stephen as well, Stephen Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah we that's, did. And all them things are just ace, like little boosters, I think, for mm. it. And the, it's going to run and run, isn't it? It's just going to carry on as a thing. And it's well, yeah. we'll keep going as long as people keep listening. Yeah. You did a face then, though. Um, where, where I said it's going to run and run and Dan you're like yay and then you you did a weird face where you're like oh I've not told them yet <laughs> <laughs> oh this is going to sell because it's a pre-record as well and by the time this comes out I've told them honestly I don't want to shit start at all I really really don't but that's I'm just letting you know you missed it I missed the look you caught it all right, it, yeah. it, was, it was very much there um, so <laughs> Uh, the book of the year 2018 from No Such Thing as a Fish is um, still out. Probably the last one we'll ever do. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> really? I thought we had three more. Oh, okay. Yes, it's the last one in its present format. Where should people go and buy tickets for your nearly sold out March gig? I guess if you go to no such thing as a fish.com, everything's on there. Right. Okay. So that's why that's why it's not sold out. Because when somebody gives you the opportunity to sell it, you go, well, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> if you wanna, I assume we've got that URL. Yeah. If, if you want to take a punt, we've probably got a website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dorkytickets.com, something like that. It'll be some variation of no such thing. It'd be either code.uk, okay? It'd be one of them. Yeah. It might be .org, I don't know. I've not looked at it myself. I'm too busy writing fucking books. <laughs> um, it's always a pleasure, genuinely, and uh, best luck with all the stuff and that. Um, thank you to everyone that's joined us uh, this week. Harriet Thorpe, did you feel that tension? Like there was some sexual was tension definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, yeah. She's cool. Peter Blexley, she's oh, filthy. Yeah. Uh, Peter Blexley and Donny Tourette also. Um, thank you for joining us this year. We shall see you again next year. From then, 4, from 4pm. I'm in We're the moving. middle of saying all the right, sentence. hurry up, go on. <laughs> at the new time of 4pm, which apparently is going to be better. It's better for me for travelling. See ya, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.